Welcome to the third episode of the Split Fighter podcast. We're now into um, Return of the Jedi territory. So episode three, not as good as the second one, arguably. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> it's a bit unnecessary, isn't it? Can I wait to do my intro before you barge in? No, that's <laughs> not how this works, Mark. Right. <laughs> got an untamed <laughs> guest this untamed guest this week. Um, before I introduce him, thank you to everyone who watched the last one. Um, that has shot up to the, I don't know what we are now, 35 views in a day. So thank you very much to everyone who's uh, listened to my incessant pestering for them to watch, subscribe to this, to OnlyFans and everything else. Don't forget to participate upon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's correct. You've got to be on my podcast. You've got to do it. <laughs> All right. Please, I've got no one else. I've had people breaking down the doors to want to be on this podcast. But in an attempt to increase um, viewership and also increase the amount of cash and jewels that YouTube and Games Workshop have, are going to send to me, because they obviously uh -huh. they are, I was researching stuff, and it turns out that unboxing videos are extremely high in view account. So, so I am going to unbox this right here. So here oh, I see go. what you did there. I see what you did. So let's have a look at this. Are you actually unboxing something? Uh, yeah, brown box here. Let's open this up. Yeah, very good. Uh, so we've got the box here. Let's just get the lid off here. Oh, yeah, look at that. Very good. Right, so hopefully that will up the view count by quite a lot. Uh, apparently that's how it works. Yeah, I, I think you're in the bag there. You, you know, get the hashtags in there. Hashtag unboxing. Hashtag screw. Yeah, screw. That, that's screw how, again. Yeah, that's how a lot of people get to the top of the industry, so I hear. Absolutely. Anyway, I might as well introduce you since you've already invaded my bit of the cup podcast. So, oh, do you want me to be quiet now? I'll be quiet now. No, you're supposed to talk in the... Never mind. Uh, please welcome, uh, Ian. Thank you for coming on. No, thank you for having me. Uh, anytime, anytime. I know you were breaking down the door after Vince came on to uh, yes. desperate to come on. Uh, that is definitely one interpretation of it. Mostly to tell your side of the story, though. Uh, look, look, it's over and done with. It's been over 10 <laughs> years now, so... I, since I've moved, moved past everything. There's nothing to worry about anymore. You so on that topic, you did used to work for Games Workshop for a time, didn't you? I did indeed. I was I was young and foolish and um worked for about what five, six years. Uh I think um what everyone would like to know is um what is Jervis Johnson really like? Well, you know, uh in my lofty heights of being a key timer at Newcastle's store, we never met him. <laughs> Uh, never, never, never even bothered to come up to Newcastle. That's another disappointment. Go on then. What's what's your history with uh, Games Workshop? Then you don't have to talk about the event. The event. <laughs> Good, because it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> so, um, much like a lot of people, you know, you get introduced to the hobby um, when you're out, like. 12, 13, you know, that sort of age. Um, and once again, went into one of the workshops in Metro Center, I believe, and uh, ended up picking up one of the, the free catalogs that they used to give out. And it was like, this is the world of the hobby. And I was like, oh, 
this is cool. And then from then onwards, I picked it. Um, I think it was a Space Marine bike, one, oh, of yeah. the first, one of the first models that I picked up and painted up. Being a child at the time, I was interested in a lot of different things, one of them being Mortal Kombat. I painted them up like Sub-Zero, <laughs> so, like lots of black armor and blue bits. And um, obviously not knowing anything about that as well, I had like Humbrol paints as well. So it was the enamels and from and it just it was a mess. It was an awful, awful mess. I, I remember people using Humbrol paint for uh, <laughs> it doesn't well, well, seem to work properly. Well, this was the thing that was the, that was the only thing at the time because everyone everyone who uh, ever did like models and things like that was Humbrol. So you used to go to BTS and you used to get like the uh, <laughs> the, yeah. yeah yeah you used to go to BTS and you used to get the uh, the model planes and the model and, and things like that, and it just. Saying that, I'm still using the same glue that Beatties used to sell, the uh, poly cement. Is that the, uh, uh, the the blue one with the yellow lid? With the with the needle. Yes. Yes, I'm still uh, using that. Well, that's that's still good stuff. Twenty years on. That's still yeah. good stuff. Precision. Yeah. So where did it take you from your first biker? Where did that lead? Oh well, again, it was one of those things where, um, oh, what was it? It was it was sort of on the on like just sort of a, a, a bit of an interest and just sort of like kept looking at it and eventually um, getting like the third edition starter set for forty k for Christmas one year and that was fantastic where you used to get like you got the uh, the the new the new multi part space marines the dark Eldar, and a land speeder in there and it was it was great. <laughs> Do you remember the land speeder um, that you could make out of a shampoo bottle in uh, White Dwarf? I I do not remember that. I was only introduced to that later down the line. <laughs> That's just uh, the when when you that. when you got like the White Dwarf and, and it was like, remember this from years ago? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. What, they wouldn't do that. that? They can't make any money off um, a shampoo bottle land speeder, so they. And yet, it still pops up in the in the White Dwarf memory archives every now and again. There's a proviso, don't do this. <laughs> just, just laugh at it, don't do we've, it. We've got models, use them. <laughs> yeah, got a lot better models now. Um, right, so you, you've got the third edition box set. Yeah, and then it just sort of like escalated from there and obviously through childhood and everything. And then and then when I was the lofty age of, I think I was 18 at the time, I, I put in for um, a part-time placement at Games Workshop Newcastle and eventually got it. Um, and then, like, worked in between Newcastle, Metro Centre. Um, I even opened up the Durham store. I, I, I've been to Middlesbrough. I went all over the place just doing all sorts. And, um, yeah, pretty much. Like Vince, did you hate fantasy or did you... No, I really, I, really, I, I enjoyed fantasy. Um, uh, again, 40K was my primary game. It was the game that, like, sort of, like, sucked me into the hobby and got me interested. Because, like, the imagery, the imagery of 40K is so, it's so captivating that you get to see it. Um, but fantasy was one of those ones which was a slow build. And being exposed to, like, the fantasy genre, uh, the fantasy genre, you get, oh, that's interesting. So I believe, like... Uh, what was it? It would have been sixth edition was my first one where you got the Empire and the Orcs. Uh, oh, fact check me on that. I'm not. Sh I should know this, shouldn't I? Fourth was uh, High Elves and Goblins. Fifth yeah. was Lizardmen versus Britonia in that yeah. very famous battle war that they had. You know the ones where the where the Lizardmen invaded Britonia. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that had happened. Um, yeah. Yes, I think you're probably right. The sixth was Empire and Orcs. 
so I remember I remember get like using them and doing an empire army. It wasn't very good. <laughs> it was because again, I being that sort of like that younger age, I didn't know how fantasy worked. I was like, oh, it's it's like 40k. I'll just move it. Oh, it's dead. That's a dead unit. Of yeah, you can't do humans that. with swords. Excellent. Uh, you, you can't charge that because you're not looking at it. <laughs> you yeah, can't move the, any direction you want. So again, it was the more complex game, and uh, you know. Being a young idiot, I didn't know what any better. I had a similar um, transition from I, I got into forty k first, and then we swapped very gradually to fantasy because I just you know, I've, I've previous podcasts I've said how much I love fantasy, but yeah, I'm I'm fully aware of how much you love fantasy, <laughs> <laughs> like so yeah. much so that I have mocked you for it several times, and you know because I I enjoy fantasy, and I was sad to see it go. Um, I enjoyed the end times. I will, you know, spoiler alert, I do enjoy Age of Sigmar as well. Like, as a game, it's a lot of fun. And I know I know your thoughts on that. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> you are a phenomenally, disgustingly good painter. I'm, um, I'm, I'm a moderately good painter. I, I disagree. You, you, are an, you are an award-winning painter. I have won... A couple of awards with for painting, but again, it always it always feels like it's a there you go, you won, well done. And I was like, oh, and it, it feels weird. It's that imposter syndrome, isn't it? It's like, a, <laughs> uh, okay, thank you. Uh, what what did you win awards for? Was it armies or was it individual models? So um, there's a there's a couple of times I've been nominated for best army at um, the Warhammer. Uh, what wasn't GT? It was the Throne of Skulls tournament. Oh yeah, I'm, oh. I'm not a very you know I'm just a moderate painter. I've only been nominated for <laughs> the award. Well, it was it was nominated. Like I put my, my Bretonians. I, did my Bretonians get in? I can't remember. I can't remember if my Bretonians got in. My, my, but my Vampire Counts Army, which I believe Vince mentioned on on the last one. He mentioned he borrowed them, which uh, I wouldn't let Vince borrow my award winning army. Uh, uh, so it's fine. Skeletons and zombies they're very easily replaceable. Um, <laughs> Terror guy's swing is not so oh, God, transporting that sodding thing, <laughs> dear lord, that is a pain in the backside. But um, no, I, I missed out on winning it, which you know was fine. There were a lot better armies uh, there, but one of the one of the uh, competitions was the the Le legends, which was the hero competition. So I actually, with my vampire, won the best painted hero and the best the best hero for um for that, which Do I was like. I painting for me it goes it's either painful or if I'm in the the zone for it mm. I, I can do it and then it runs out and I don't ever want to do it for about a month <laughs> and I I'm never really particularly happy with what I've done mm. except my nights which was an exception mm. um, and I know it's it must take practice to get better but did you just have a natural affinity for it or did it just something that you worked on or is it I assume it's both I assume you have well, to practice it again talent is just is people this is the thing people who go i hate people who are talented i i will put my hand up i am one of those people who say that i hate people who are talented they need their fingers breaking <laughs> however talent is just practice a lot of practice and doing it doing things you're not comfortable with doing things that you know you know oh, i like that technique i might try that oh it hasn't gone well but next time you do better it's increments and the way you improve over time is by doing like, you know, it's all very well, re like, like, oh, that's how I improve anyway. I know there's some people who will, like, 
who will read something and go, right, I understand the mechanics of that. I will do it this way this time. But I I, I improve by doing so. I have to say, um, since they started doing painting videos, um, that's helped me a lot because um, when you try to describe, oh, just paint paint the, yeah. the creases, paint the highlight the creases. Like, what does that mean? Leave yeah. leave the cr the crevasse in the middle, but paint. <laughs> what does that mean? We've got to I see. Suppose, it. Yeah, like 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 when you when you put it like that, it's very difficult. Like for me, I knew exactly what that meant. Yeah. Like, oh. I know what you're doing, but again, like I remember when they started bringing out all the the, the videos with Duncan and uh, doing the doing all the different techniques, and I was like, "Well, he's he's not answering my calls still." So you know what? I, he he's just probably got that that thing with the cocaine again, hasn't he? You know, it's 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 a it's a, it's a long process to deal with, and you know that. <laughs> That's what his solicitors have said. I'm never going to live that down. No, absolutely. Um, do, you, do you have a um is it an instagram account that you do you can, I, you can plug that if you like i will i will plug and shill that instagram account i haven't updated it recently mainly because i haven't done very much recently but again i'll go into that later in my list <laughs> so um but it is uh, at praetorian 130 um also on the twitter sphere as well if you want something i put some on there as well which is exact more or less the same to be honest I will, um, i'll put a link in the box for this uh, mm. if do have a look at Ian's painting because um, it, it is really, really it, good. It's all right. There's again, my my biggest issue at the minute is taking photographs of them with, and trying to make them look better than they actually are. Because <laughs> I went, I've gone through a period where like you take the photograph and you're like, that looks awful. There's not enough white balance. There's too much white in there, and just getting the colours, getting getting the actual photography is a bit trickier. I, I like photography as well, um, mm. but I like photographing battles. So, workshop, if you're listening. If there a job of just photographing <laughs> battles and putting them in, I don't know, websites or whatever, I will do that job, and I will do it for £1,000 less than whatever you're paying the guy. That's impressive, because that. no doubt they're not getting paid very much at all for that. Yeah, my, this isn't a binding agreement. We'll, we'll talk. Okay, it's, it's up for negotiation. Yeah, call me. Mm -hmm. We, Me and Vince talked yet last time about briefly what our favourite army was as a little aside thing. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favourite army or a favourite system or...? you just it's, play whatever i i you know what it is i enjoy a lot of like a lot of things about the different systems um for example like i say i'll go back to age of sigma and get that out of the way first uh, i i enjoy the openness of that i enjoy the sandbox aspect of that you go oh i can do this in this setting that'd be really cool so for example i am working on my sort of my steampunk armored um yes I have written that down to talk about. Um, mm. Running off when I said I liked the steam tank last week, you have yeah. a. Is this on your Twitter? Uh, it's Instagram? on Twitter, Instagram. I've posted. I've posted um, more or less ah. everywhere because I'm very, very pleased with how it's turned out. <laughs> describe, describe that project because it's uh, so it's really good. Isn't it? So basically, I am, um, and this is this is something like I say because of the way Age of Sigma works is you can go to the extremes with it and go with a bit more creativity and do things. So basically I wanted, and it's, it's, you've seen it all before. I've been inspired by things I've seen on Twitter and Instagram myself, but I wanted something a bit more uniform. So I've taken armature legs and just put the steam tank on top of it to make a sort of walking steampunk, um, walker effectively with the steam tank. 
Um, um, I've just currently worked on some hell blasters using the, but instead of again instead of the wheels, I've put on flagellant like uh, not flagellant pennant engine legs. So it's keeping that theme throughout. Is so if you ever like, thought, how would my steam tank get over up uh, rocky ground yeah. or a big step? You've just you've put legs on them. So yeah, pretty much. So like, what would a steam tank be with legs? Forty uh, k wise, I have always been a big fan of space marines. Like. It's just they are the iconic Warhammer forty thousand image. Um, Which chapter? Come on, spill spill it. Well, like I'm gonna, I see there are two chapters which are very special to my heart. First one is Black Templars because the Black Templars, like I say, I got the third edition book, uh, third edition army set when I was a youngin. I had a massive Black Templar army which I worked up. I was obsessed with converting different Emperor's champions. And just you know, different versions of the same model. And I was like, "This is class! This is so good!" Because like each individual hero, um, and then the other ones, the Imperial Fists, because they were the they're, you know, after... they're related, aren't they? The... They are, yeah. So like the Black Templars are a successor chapter yeah. of the Imperial Fists. But the Imperial Fists, going back to the Imperial Fists, they like I got inspired by them because they were there at the Siege of Terror, and that was obviously one of the like. The, the one of the biggest events in the entire Warhammer forty thousand history. Um, I think obviously Dawn, does, Dawn doesn't get nearly or any credit for what he did. What he did does well, that everyone think Gilliman is the big hero? And uh, like, well, Dawn had to organize the defense of terror, and yeah, I, I know he's by himself. By the way, <laughs> there's, there's a there's a great scene in uh, Flight of the Eisenstein if you've read it. Where, yes, um, I have. Yeah. Is it Garrow? Garrow essentially tells um, Dawn to go fuck himself, which is... <laughs> yeah, but Dawn's like, and then backhands him and breaks his jaw, and then goes, maybe I should listen to him. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like that scene. But yeah, Dawn doesn't... All right, Dawn, Dawn is a fantastic character, and I don't know if you've read um, any of the Solar War stuff yet, but the, one of the latest Not ones, Sat Saturnine, is a fantastic book. And there's just so many cool bits with Rogel Dawn in there, especially towards the end. In Sigismund, the first Marshal of the Black Templars as well is is fantastic. There's a, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything, but there's a bit where where they confront um, Fulgrim, and it is absolutely fantastic. I haven't read it, but I, I will get round to it. Mm -hmm. um, I used to have it all on. Well, I used to re listen to them on audio tape. It's, mm -hmm. um, uh, but the the Black Templars they are not Codex compliant. Is that correct? They that is they, that is well. Basically, is exempt exempts them from the Codex or something like that. Yeah. So when when Robert Gilliman came in, was like, right, everyone's got to do with these Codexes now. Everyone, this is the way we fight. We're splitting it up, and obviously, a lot of, lot of the legions didn't want to do that, and it was eventually one of those things where to prevent any more further war. The one the, the the legions and the legion the primarchs who were like actually no we should probably listen to him, and uh, so in Rogel Dawn was one of those. Um, he said right no no hands up fair enough we don't want any more civil war we've had enough. I'll have my imperial fist as a chapter. I'll send uh, another chapter with the uh, crimson fists. Absolutely right. Everyone else go on a crusade very quickly. Go 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 go. <laughs> and and basically they were like no no they're a crusade. They're a crusade. They don't need to worry about that. They're, they're going off in the world to bring the light of the Emperor to the galaxy. So he's technically creating so, <laughs> the rules. Technically, which, as we all know, he's technically correct. And as we all know, as we've spoken to Gavin a lot of the time, technically correct is the best correct. 
That's well, it's, if it's good enough for the Praetorian of Terror, it's good enough for me. <laughs> exactly. So you do um, in 30k, you do the fist as well, then. That's right, yeah. So, um, like again, they were one of the first things. Like once 30k came out, they, and I needed a bit more focus. I decided 30k be my Imperial Fist army because um, it's it's going back again, going back to that siege of terror thing. Um, but I've also got a large contingent of uh, custodies as well because a they're absolutely broken and ridiculous. They're a lot of fun and they're a lot very easy to paint. Um, it was one of the gold. first times. Uh, yeah, the gold you can do it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I one of the first times I used the gold spray paint that they did, and I was like, "Well, this this is easy. This is <laughs> oh okay." Um, and at the minute, I'm currently working on some 30k dark angels as well. So I've just finished up painting oh, yeah. the lion. You're so, doing uh, loyalists and traitors, then? Absolutely, mine are definitely traitors. <laughs> um, but no, I, you know what? Like going, like it's one of those things where. A lot of people go, ah, oh, Dark Angels, they're all traitors. And I'm like, well, no. If you if you start reading the background and start reading, you go, the line was a very, very loyal son. I only say it to wind up people who like them. I know. I know you do. Um, if the fluff doesn't back it up, so and, be it. And, like, to be fair, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so we agreed to go a bit negative this week. I know. Two um, positive what we love about the, the hobby hmm. and we've decided to go for the top five things that we aren't so keen on um i believe that i believe you use the term hate and i was like i did use hate hate's a strong That's word a bit, it's a bit more it's a bit strong and it could open the floodgates yeah um to to a lot of things um so i've picked five things some are related to armies mm -hmm. some are a lot more broad so i don't know how you've interpreted this but oh well I, I i unfortunately i went through it I went through the thing. I was like, right, I'll go through things. I'll just write a list of things I really don't like. And um, so, and then I've put them in different categories. So I've got things about modeling and hobby. I've got things about painting. Uh, things, some things that Games Workshop do, which annoy me. And um, people. So, <laughs> you know, you know th those are the broad sort of aspects that I might be, might be covering at the moment. So it's a good broad mix of things. Yeah. Like, yeah. how serious they are, you know, it, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I think we should st stay at the start. This is not aimed at anyone in particular. We're not trying to annoy anyone or target anyone. It's just, however... I don't know, one of, I'm not going to lie. One of, my, one of mine, one of mine is very... <laughs> um, but again, again, a lot of this comes with the caveat is that the hobby is your hobby. You do it any way you want to do it. And these yes. things that annoy me, <laughs> and that I don't. It's all in, it's all in good fun. I, mm. I hope. I'd like to think <laughs> not setting anyone down here. Um, I, I know on earlier ones, uh, we asked the question: Did I have any like runners up or bonuses? And I said no. I could only think of the top five. I have had no shortage of <laughs> runners up. Yeah. No. So I'll just, I'll just before we start, I'll rattle off my honourable mentions. Okay. Um, squats, All right. dwarfs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, there's a theme there. People, yeah, people who say that Sanguinius damaged Horus's armor, and that was the way the emperor was able to kill him. Uh -huh, right, That's total rubbish. Yeah. Um, overly, what have I done here? Overly 
sensitive speculation about things that haven't <laughs> happened yet. No, that's that's on my list. That's that's that was one of my runners up as well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, but what if this happens? Well, you don't know. It's not done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then assuming this happens, what if this happens? Well, let's not assume anything yet. Mm. Um, the book Fulgrim didn't like it. <laughs> you know what? Oh. I didn't like that either. I, I I will agree with you there. I did not like that book. Um, like I understand. The problem is, it's it's the book Fulgrim is it's a portrait of Dorian Gray in space. You're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Then. And if I have to listen to another paragraph of mm. them describing how great <laughs> they are at everything, how lovely their armor yeah. is, and how they're the best at everything, yeah. I do not care. I don't need to hear that. Uh, I've still got more here. Um, this isn't a, just remember what we said before. Naturally talented painters. Is, is <laughs> Like I said, it's not. Don't get us wrong. There's a there's a bit of like artistic talent involved, um, but it's practice. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and that yeah, I ran out of space there. So did you have a special <laughs> um, uh, honourable? Oh my! One of my favorite, you know, overused memes. I fucking stay, can't stand overused memes. You know the the Sigmarines. Yes, yes, we all know. Very good. Um, you know. <laughs> Chef Cora Krieg and a shovel. Oh, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, it's been overdone, I think. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. The original one's great. Yeah. yeah. You know that, that initial moment where you go, oh, yeah, that's quite funny. Right, very good, very good. And then it just gets beaten down and beat like, oh, it's this again. Any any other honorable I've I've written another one here, but I can't read my own writing. No, same. Um, like, hold on. It, and it, I'm also I'm looking at these, going, which ones could these be classed as honourable mentions? Which which ones do I want to go into more depth with these? That's all right. We'll 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 leave it there. We'll okay. we'll go on to the first one. Um. So, do you want to start or shall I? I can, uh, yeah, I can start. I can start. So, this is oh, one of my one of my hobby and modelling ones, which I cannot stand. Clear acrylic bases on models. <laughs> nah. Just does nothing for me. Um, I like totally get it. You want to see the bit. You want it to match with every table you ever fight on, and every in every battle that you want to do. But the amount of times you see them with like the yeah, the super glue misting around the corners, and you know, yep. it's just like, uh, and it's just, it's just. I, I feel like I'm a big believer in like the bases finish off your models. It's that classic painting and like modeling thing, which is faces and bases. Those are the things that make your model stand out. And if you're making one of them clear, you've literally got faces to go on. (laughs) And you're like, it doesn't, if you've got an army with based in one particular pattern, uh, Mm. like desert, whatever. And then there is this clump of, it's usually flyers with the clear bases. Mm. Um, To be fair, right. To be fair, the flying like this is this is a caveat the flying ones i don't really mind because a lot of the flying bases now which workshop are doing they're they're actually on bases and they've got the right flight stands i'm talking about like the third party clear ones that they put on their normal infantry i don't think you you, i don't know if you're aware of these but no i was thinking of the actual so oh no actually put clear bases on there Mm mm-hmm Oh, it was. Well, it was, it was a, I don't know if it, it's still a, like one of those things now because obviously we've been a pan, in a pandemic for nearly a year now, so I don't see armies anymore in tournaments. But there was a very clear thing, like in the last couple of years, where people use clear acrylic bases. Uh, hold on, clear acrylic. Hold on, bases. I'll see if I can send you a picture because some of them I cannot stand. Oh, there we go. 
because I thought the uh, the flying bases were bad enough. Like what you're saying, where it it mists up when you glue one in mm-hmm. section of the base, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't use them. I'll find a base or something if I've got a flyer and stick it. Yeah, the, the yeah. Fly, they know the bases. Oh no, people go out of their way to get these. No, and there was a big there was a big fad about this, like like in the last couple of years, where you know that like again, I understand why they're doing it. Because they don't want to paint, they want their bases to reflect any any battlefield that they fight on. But it just it looks so. This guy's standing on a rock. Yep, on sort of a clear yep. base. So, so it's that... already got a base there. We've already started the base. Yeah, and there's a lot. Again, you look at a lot of the models now where they come with scenic bases, and so by blending that into that and these clear these clear acrylic bases, just they they, they don't work for me. Like I say, like I say, the um. The base is part of the model. It's that framing device that you use to make the model look better. Like no, you know, what? I, I'm very lazy, and I wouldn't do that. Mm. I, I would have to. the The fact that it's unbased to me is like I am constantly getting. Why haven't you based that yet? Well, there is there is a reason for that, Mark. It's one of those things where you've got everything else painted apart from the bases, so. I've got a problem with finishing. See, <laughs> see my OnlyFans account for that. Uh, we'll cut that. Um, yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I don't like that. No. Um, it looks but, like um, a counter off a, a board game or something. It's, yeah. You know what? You could do a fantastic Golden Demon standard paint job on every single model, put it on a clear base, and I'll still be like... But it doesn't even, it doesn't even work. It magnifies what it's on top of. Mm-hmm. So it'll distort the scenery underneath, and you'll get this um, distortion effect around the the yeah. side of it. Yeah. So it doesn't even work on its own no. terms. <laughs> come across this directly, or is this just in your um, uh, well, your Instagram world? Yeah, this is this is this isn't something that I've I've seen in like in person at tournaments or anything like that. This is just one of those things which is you're browsing through Instagram, you're browsing through your Twitter, you want a bit of inspiration. And you go, oh no! <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah, that is. I, I'm still looking at this photo that you sent Hold me. That's, it's ruined it. You know what it is? It might be my hobby snobbery coming out and going, no, that's not hobby. But again, again, like I say, the caveat at the beginning of the game, at the beginning of the podcast, it's your hobby. You do what you want to do. If you enjoy that, you do that. Yes, but this is. This is something I cannot get away with. So you won't be basing Rogel Dawn on this um, clear base. Oh yeah, you know what? I might. I'll have to, you know, drill out, drill out his base. So st- no, I'm not doing that, Mark. <laughs> I wasn't. Ex- well, yeah, I, I, I wasn't aware of it, and I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. Um, if this was Room 101, I would put this into Room 101. I mean, but that's that's the sort of uh, approach I took to this. <laughs> it's definitely a Room 101 vibe. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm uh, not. What was he called? Nick Hancock. Yeah. So, <laughs> younger viewers won't know who that is. But uh, the health secretary. No. 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 <laughs> Different guy. Different. So yeah, that's my number number five slot at the moment. I, I, I'm. It's a good start. Mm. Well, my number five is um, Math Hammer. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, That's a good one. I like that. I cannot stand trying to do a spreadsheet calculation <laughs> of what the likely dice thing would be and basing your entire 
game playing mm-hmm. experience around that. And based on a random dice game. Yeah. Like, don't take this too seriously, but it's uh, my response to this is it's 50 50. Everything's 50 50. Right? It either works or it doesn't. Yeah. You will either make that 12 inch charge and roll mm-hmm. a double six, or you won't. Therefore, it's 50 50. So don't worry about it. But at the same time, like, like I know, because Gavin does this a lot. Gavin's very good. Like, we've mentioned Gavin. I know you've mentioned Gavin in the past. But Gavin's very good at calculating the risk involved. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> but again, he doesn't, though. He doesn't tell you, which is why it's dangerous. Because yeah, <laughs> he'll, so, he'll, he'll do something or not do something. You're like, mm, the, the he's got a plan, and I don't like it. The table's on a slight incline, so it's going to roll more stickers <laughs> on this side. So we'll do that. And then, like... If you just want an algorithm to play this game, then... I mean, that is pretty much playing Gavin, though. He, yeah, is, he, can, he is the machine. It's like the machine playing a machine, though. I, I don't like it. I, <laughs> the whole idea of these games is like it's um, it's a war. You, no, yeah, presumably some strategists go, well, we hmm. have to sacrifice that. We can't calculate the risk of that. But yeah. they're, they're sort of generalities. A, a dice is a, a very specific one in six usually chance and you can calculate things like that that's not something these characters would have access to mm. they can roughly say that that's a long bomb charge so we'd, we'd, if we go all in on that and we get it mm. we're gonna win if we don't wow. we're, in, we're in serious trouble they're not gonna go i'll just calculate the percentage of yeah. what likelihood is that we make that role it's looking at the game from a mathematical point of view or a cinematic point of view yeah ex- yeah exactly and um I, I'm not having a go at Gavin before he, <laughs> before he writes in. Um, but I, I the end of view. I would like to <laughs> yeah, before Terry Wogan comes after me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't understand that system of playing. This and I've seen it with with a lot of people, especially like when you do your tournaments and things like that. People will take the least risky option, and you do yeah. that in in board yeah. games. To, to be fair, um, if you go into a tournament, you're there to win. So, yeah, it's a tool you can use. Yeah. But just bear in mind that Math Hammer is morally equivalent to the 50 White Lion Horde Lariel <laughs> Banner of the World Dragon. Yeah. It, depends. Um, it depends if you come across hammers or not, though, isn't it? So, Ooh, um, well, oh, oh, they, not later on, I imagine. They were on my uh, honorable mentions, actually. I've just realized that. You were, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Math Hammer, I don't think it, it it detracts from my enjoyment of the game, and I will I won't do it, and I don't have the I don't have the mathematical ability to do it, and it doesn't fit the way I play the game. Um, it, I'm not saying it's instinctive, or you, you know, you just you just roughly you get the gist of what the risk you, you're going to take. Shall yeah. I make that charge or not? Yes, I need a ten, but it's worth it. We'll go for it. Not. The computer says yeah. that charge is unlikely to happen, so I won't do it. This is that thing, isn't it? It's that instinct. Like I, I, I think you're the same as me when you play a game. You've got to have a bit of intuition and a bit of instinct to go. Yes. Oh, I need. I, I like if I don't do this, I'm going to lose this. Or yeah. if I do, this will work out really, really well for me. Yeah, it, it's that. I like that intuitive side and for more experience rather mm. than cold hard calculation. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> Yeah, people. Again, I'm not having a go at anyone. I'm just saying I don't like, I don't like an algorithm telling me how to use my army. Yeah. Um, 
because that just uh, that t- those times where you go for the double six charge on the off chance, uh, like in the, the the last turn of the game, and it's make or break, and you roll that double six, and you think, how on earth has this happened? I'm still in it. It sort of removes that element from the game. Yeah, I think. And again, this is this is going back. I think this is something that Vince said. Like Vince is again one of those intuitive in, intuition players, where he just he throws it in. He'll go do this, and he'll go do that. I mean, I'm reminded of a game of uh, Flames of War that we played. Flames of War? No, Bolt Action. We played Bolt Action, and he was literally waiting for one of his tanks, and he just it, literally anything but a one with this tank, and it would survive. <laughs> and of course, he rolled a one. And I swear to God, the scream, the noise that came out of his mouth there was one of the most amazing sounds I've ever heard. It was well, hilarious. That's the thing. That's another reason why Math Hammer doesn't work, because dice have memory. And you can, <laughs> you can dice do their own thing. If yeah. you say anything yeah. but a one, which is a five and six chance that whatever you're going to do is going to work, Anything immediately but- reverses yeah, it's it now determined that. yeah it totally overrules it and um it guarantees that one um and they have memory and you can roll the sixes out of dice that's a fact that's yeah. just something that could happen you need to replace your dice regularly otherwise you won't get any more sixes so what, so, what, are, you, what are your your um rituals that you do then well, um, I don't have any input. I my ritual is I have a set um, color or a set set of dice for each army. Yeah. So I, if I, I can't use my, I can't use different armies dice for the army they're not allocated to, or they'll they'll betray me. Yeah. So I have um, well, teal dice for my high elves because the their trim is in teal. I have yeah. gold dice for my uh, admech, um, and if I use them. Um, interchangeably, uh, they just totally betray me. And you can't touch um, if you touch the dice, like other people's dice, touching yeah, other people's dice. Yeah, you can't touch other people's dice. Um, that will yeah. infect yeah. them with yeah. bad luck. You then have to salt them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've um, I, have I been dice? I'm sure I've I've, I've been dice before. I, I remember. I, I do have a backup dice. So I've I was at what tournament? I was at a tournament in Sunderland, um, a fantasy tournament. And my dice, when I was using blue dice for the high elves, um, they were rolling pathetically. So I had to retire them and get rid of them, never use them again. And that's when I brought in the teal dice. And that's (laughs) they've they've stuck ever since. I know this is all nonsense, but it's all 100% true. (laughs) And it's 100% works. It's fine. I am uh, my first incarnation of my Bretonian army because I've done two. I've done multiple Bretonian armies over the year because I like I like heavy armor and I like heavy cavalry. I think it's great. Um, but my first incarnation, it was a it was red and it was a blue army, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. And I got some dice, and then, I swear to God, these were the worst dice I've ever used in my entire life. They were the cursed dice of Musalon. Um. Like I left, I left them in the shop. I was like, Mm-mm, no. no. <laughs> do you have kids. any rituals? Like people do dice shrines, and um, uh... I, <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but I keep one hostage. Like I get really? my dice out, I get, get my dice out, I put one of them back, keep it hostage to one side, so that the other dice know to behave. <laughs> I, I've heard of people um, they they won't roll them unless they're showing sixes. So they have to turn them to six before they'll pick them up and roll them because it's really unlucky. Yeah, 
it's, it's, no, I've not, that's that's the only one I would ever consider a ritual. But um, uh, I have I have launched dice across the room before because they were so bad. I was just like, stop, yeah. stop doing this. Absolutely, this is awful. it's fact. It, it it is. They will betray you. You can roll the sixes out of them, um, yep. and you've got you've got to get rid of them, and you've got to, and you can't use another army's dice because that, then you've ruined two armies. That exactly. you're never going to win with two armies, and it just makes it worse. Yeah. Um, speaking of dice, I'll move on to my number four if you don't mind. Yeah, that's uh, so that was Math Hammer for all those reasons. My yeah, number entirely reasonable. So, my number four unreadable dice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am told once again, yes. once again, clear dice, something that's clear <laughs> and you cannot see it properly. But you know what I mean? Those ones where you look at them and you cannot see them and because it's like frog spawn. And he's like, what is that number? Is that a seven? Is that an eight? I don't What? And, yeah. and you'll, you'll find this with people who roll really quickly as well. And like, oh, no, no, there's five. And you're like, whoa, oh, hold on. Hold on a second. With my clear <laughs> yeah. And just absolutely awful. Like, because again, you go, you go expecting some sort of like, you know, as an honor system in place when you play games. You know, you know, you, you sort of go in, and go, yeah, I, I have to believe that what you are telling me is true. What kind of masochist goes out and chooses the most unreadable kind of dice? And again, there's no reasoning behind it as well. That's the problem. You look at it and go, oh yes, that fits my army. Which army? <laughs> ghosts. Which army? Yeah, ghosts. Oh, but again, I've got a ghost army. I don't use clear dice. Well, I'm not defending this. I fully not. agree. Um, and it's not just clear dice. I bought the um, night. I'm going to add oh, this. Um, yeah, dice I, I know with, where you're going with this. I totally agree yeah, with you. Dice with um, icons on the six and the one. See, what, I what's don't. That, what's that about? I don't mind that one as much. Especially with the ones that workshops done recently, where a oh, skull, like skull is clearly a one because one is bad. Because <laughs> um, I've got I've got the custody dice and I really like them, but again, a skull is a one, so you can easily tell it's bad, and the icon is a six, so you can easily tell it's good. Well, I bought the knight dice, and the skull is bad, and the knight's helmet is good, so yes. uh, which looks at a there distance is, quite similar. Yeah, I mean. Like the good thing about the custody dice is it's a very clear, like custody symbol. It's not. It's not a head and another head. And, so, and the speaking of unreadable, it's not pips. It's like third um, yeah, coming off yeah. the side, which oh. you can't easily. You don't recognise and say that's definitely five. You've got to count each little bar. Uh, I, I used them for about five minutes. That these are I couldn't read them. Your opponent. It's not fair. To the opponent they can't read. Them. <laughs> So I well, am abandoning these. I use them now for hmm. um, wounds. Uh, wounds, objective placement, and measuring out the battlefield before we start. They're, they're entirely inert dice. Yeah. They're not to be used for rolling. They're just place markers. Well, I, I did the same thing because um, you may have noticed I've, I started a, a knight army this year as well um, with the intention of getting it finished. And I was like, oh, when I was ordering some stuff, I was like, oh, the limited edition knight, knight dice are on order. I'll pick some of them. That. I'll pick some of them up because they're really nice. And then I got them, and I tried them, and I was like, "What is this? I cannot I read these at all." 
I'm only glad I didn't buy two sets because I was yeah. thinking I'm going to need a lot for Avenger Gatling cannons and yeah. stuff. And then, yeah. no, they're, they're totally unreadable. Absolutely. Um, uh, the, uh, like, although, not to be confused with fun dice, uh, the squig dice they released are fantastic. Yes, <laughs> and obviously, not to be taken seriously. Exactly. Like, again, they were fun dice, and I totally don't mind that at all. They'd probably say that's what the night dice are for, but well, it's not clear, is it? That they look well, yeah. genuine. Yeah. I mean, they they look like dice. They look like a tool to use for dice. Squig dice look like squigs. So even for wound counters, it, yeah. you should be able to see exactly what what counters your opponent's using. And if you if you can't see it, or it takes you more than a glance to check what the the, the value yeah. of the dice is, I, I think scrap it and, and get another one. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And especially when you're trying to play the game quickly as well. Like uh, A lot of the times in the tournament scene, you've only got a specific amount of time to get a game in. Yes. Uh, you, can't, you can't spend an entire afternoon playing one game. If you've you got are, like yeah. two hours to play a game. You haven't to, to an audit because of the <laughs> yeah. things on it. But again, going the other way, not clear dice and not like not you know different looking pips, but the colours which are so obnoxious you can't look at them. They they do a lot of like on dice shops like the um they're like two colours blended and they sort of yeah. swirl and then if if that goes through the pips then you can't it doesn't it's, you can't make out the yeah mm. I, I'm getting myself angry at just uh, <laughs> describing it. Yep, nope, I totally know what you mean there as well. But just so yeah, that's my number four unreadable dice. Unreadable dice. I think that's too strong. Um, mm. strong contenders. contenders. Yeah. Um, well, my number four is um, the Tau. <laughs> just the entire Tau. Entire Tau. Um, though I've I've got friends who play Tau. I'm not aiming this at them, but to me, they're just bland to the point of boredom. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm not interested in their fluff, and I'm not in. I'm not even inclined to learn anything about them. They've mm-hmm. got the same sort of. It's a battle suit, and then it's a bit bigger battle suit, and then we strap mm-hmm. more guns on it to make it look better. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh, if the Imperium had done it, if someone had filed the correct paperwork, Tower would have been obliterated thousands oh, of years ago. Absolutely, they um, didn't. Which and they, is the problem. Yeah, and where's this cut? Right. So how have they? Developed plasma guns that are better than what the Imperium's got in 500 years or whatever it is. Well, it's one. It's one of those things where the Tau embrace technology. The Imperium fear it. But where's this technology coming from? But they they developed it. How? With what? Science. Uh, infiltrator units. They've got snipers. They've got. So they're more like what we've got now. Whereas, like the Imperial Guard was. 50, 40 years ago, World War Two, World War One, that sort of, yeah. this is what we need, this is attrition, this is what we'll do. And don't get me wrong, in Imperial Guard, you've got the different specialist regiments, you've got your, your ghosts, which are in, your infiltrators, you've got your your mass infantry, like your Death Corps, Krieg, your Valhallans, um, you've got your armoured mechanised lists, like your Armageddon Steel Legion, but Tau, Tau are one of those things where they've, um, they're one of the, like I say, one of the more modern looking ones um but they're like uh, aren't they the most recently done race am i getting that right yeah they were done they in were, about 2005 2000 like that, that... sooner 2002 something like that it was early 2000s 
they came out and um a lot of people go oh they were there to capture the japanese no they were there to capture the american market because they wanted to see that sort of thing they wanted to see that sort of thing so i've, I've never never saw like the, the crisis battle suits uh, meh, mm. meh, whatever uh, the big yeah you put bigger ones with the the guns on the shoulders i'm still not impressed and what, what have you got what have you got that's better than that well no, no I, guns right not bothered this, this <laughs> the thing this is the thing right you have you've played stellaris right yeah imagine 40k is a stellaris game you've got your big like quite large galaxy spanning empire which is the imperium and you've got your different pockets everywhere else the tau are one of those ones which you've forgotten about for a while. <laughs> you've got you've got your ancient empire waking up. You've got your external threat, you know, your end game stuff coming in. But yeah. the Tau, they're that one that you've gone, ah, they're fine. They don't need, don't need to worry about them. And now they've got a military and you've gone, oh, I'm on the other side of the galaxy. But how do they get, why do they get through? I know this is because I haven't read it, therefore I don't know the answer, but... I'm still going to go on my run. How do they get? How do they travel? They can't use the warp. They, they did it once, and it went terribly, terribly wrong. Um, right. I think the latest thing is, I, don't, I think this is in the, the stuff from ninth and eighth, is that they opened up like a fifth fifth phase expansion, which introduced warp travel to get over uh, to another side of the galaxy. So they got there, um, going through the warp. It went terribly, terribly wrong. All those towers now scarred for life. And you've got some proper PTSD Tau stuck in the um, the Imperium Nihilus, which is the the dark side of the Imperium after the Great um, uh, oh, uh, Scar. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those ones where the Tau, um, like I say, they're they're slowly expanding um, because the Imperium hasn't dealt with them. Um, but they're just if they're just allocated, I don't know. Want one percent of the sector stuff to go and clear them out? Why haven't they done that? <laughs> Do that now, Imperium. Um, up until recently, the Imperium didn't adapt. Like, like the, if you think about, it, they were stuck in their ways. They're stuck. This the Mechanicum had to do their rights of every single initiation before doing anything, before inventing anything new, before STCs were even discovered. The Tau just went. We need a new gun to kill that thing. What's its weaknesses? Oh, we can do that. Put it into production. So, yeah. so it's all about it's like I say, going back to the Solaris thing. This is this is that this is that empire that's researched and developed in a very small amount of time to well, become. I'm still not bothered. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just don't like any one other of the factions, Xenos or hmm. Imperium or Chaos. Any of them, I, I'm at least partially interested in. Or, right. We'll read something about them. For some reason, Tau is just a big, like, a, just a big load of cotton wool. It's just like, well, it's not. <laughs> that's just a personal thing. I know people, oh, no, enjoy it. and I've played some really good uh, players who love the Tau, and they, I don't mind fighting them. But I'm just, I'm not saying I'll never play a Tau army. I'm just saying I don't. Not get for it. you. Oh no, I, I, I get I it. Don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand I it. it. I mean. That like there's that story we keep telling like, like me and v, that we keep telling about the um the communal tower army that we had yes. like you know one of the like one of my mates had a tower army I got it off him I tried painting it up and did a couple of things I was like no nah, I don't like this gave it to Gavin because Gavin wanted to try a tower army and and then it got given to someone else it might have been given to David I can't remember but it just it ended up going 
from one person to another to another. Uh, just, just who, because who knows where it is now. And I have genuinely no idea where it is now. It's probably in the bin for all I know. It's just but, like flat sides as well, which you think, oh, that would be easy to. No, that's appealing. That's appealing. Oh. That's, that's flat. Who wants to paint flat sides? But... Well, the biggest problem, the biggest problem with tower infantry, like the fire warriors and stuff, is like, though, especially the ones that that were there, there was such a like. When you look at the model, there was a, a casting issue between the armor plate on the thigh of a Tau Fire Warrior and like the fabric. So it was really difficult to tell where one started and one ended. <laughs> so when you were painting, you were like, uh, I've got to paint that line in myself. That's a body. That's yeah, extra work, which you don't want to do. And all, all the paint schemes that they did for Tau were really bright color schemes. And getting a bright color scheme is a pain in the backside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a, probably some unsubscribers <laughs> dislike of the tower. The tower liberation front. No, yeah, I have to be honest. You know, it's, it was. These... I, I was thinking of swapping them with dwarfs, but <laughs> dwarfs are a good foil for my favorite high they're, elves. They're part of your high elf culture, yeah. whether you like it or not. They've had some impact on, and yeah. their fights are something I like to read, but. I, I've never read anything where the Tower have turned up and I've, I've never had that heroic moment or anything or any connection with them. But that's, yeah, that, that's a, a personal thing. I'm not saying they should be, I know I said they should be destroyed, but I don't mean <laughs> that. I don't think they should be removed from the game. I'm just saying they're not for me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's reasonable. Again, again, like I keep saying, this is your hobby. You can do what you like. <laughs> But yeah, I'll probably get some blowback. <laughs> <laughs> even, as I, even as I was saying, that, I was going, am I going too far here? <laughs> oh, no. oh no! <laughs> anyway, yes. what is your number three? Three, three. Um, oh, which one shall I do? Which one? Because I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I don't have them in any specific order. So I don't think it needs to be in a particular order. Oh. I'll tell you what, one that really annoys me is hobby funk. Hobby funk, you know, when you're in a great, like you just, you, you mentioned it at the beginning of this, where you're in a great mood, you're enjoying your hobby, you're loving it, and then you get to like the last 15 bits that you have to paint and you go, I can't be bothered anymore. Yes. I just can't. I and know you, that. And you, you, you then vegetate on the sofa for three months going, I don't care about this anymore. What do I do? This is, I hate this. And literally, all you have to do is sit down and paint a bit of armor, and you're like, it's I, so I much if, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I find if I'm painting something, um, and it, oh, I'm thinking, oh, this is starting to look really good. I'm, I'm really pleased with this. I only need <laughs> to do this last thing, and then like that, inspiration gone. And I, I just, I just sit around going, I have to get the paints out, and I. Yeah. Have to Look at the yeah. brush, and I have to mix it. And I've got to put, I've got to base these models. Oh. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just sit down. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the day yeah. after. Tomorrow. Yeah, and you never do. And uh, it's been three, four weeks by the time you actually look at them again. And the next time you look at them and go, oh, that's a lot more than I remember needing to do. <laughs> yeah, if you just kept going, you just powered through because you're in the in the zone. You yeah. can get finished. This is this is one of the main reasons why nothing I own is finished. <laughs> Well, you, to be fair, you are like a magpie. You'd like go, oh, that's shiny. I like that. Let's do an army of that very quickly. Oh, uh, and then, oh, no, that's not. Because, again, you went, memory serves me right, you went from Mechanicum to Knights. What was the latest one you were looking at? Thousand Suns. Thousand Suns, yeah. 
And then I'm, I'm sure you've been right now. Don't, and don't, I'm, don't guilt me. <laughs> and I'm sure you look at, you've been looking at something else as well, though. <laughs> uh, oh, what was I looking at? Oh, was, was it recently? There was another thing you were looking at recently, and I've totally forgotten what it was. Oh, probably something. If it's lucky that you can't just buy things easily anymore because yeah. it would have been piles of plastic <laughs> around me anyway. I'm actually in my eyeline. Uh, slightly to one side, so I can't see it directly. Um, mm. Are twenty half-painted Zangor. Oh, so I, I moved them from my main desk to the other table mm. to make them go away, but yeah. they're still there. Do you do the trick where you leave uh, leave them out all the time, yeah. so you're guilted yeah. yourself? And then that, when you come back to them, there's a layer of dust on them, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm now going to clean the dust off them before I do anything. That also doesn't work. I just move them to one side. <laughs> But then, but, then, but then you move them one side and realize there's loads of little circles where the models were because the dust's now on the yeah. table. Oh, right. Might have to do something about that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly. They've migrated. They were on the desk and now they're on my kitchen table. Yep. Uh, yep. Who knows where uh, they'll be in a month's time? Again, like all the stuff I've been re- working working re- working on recently, I've just put in a box. I was like, ah, it goes in a box because I've been I've been trying to set up my new desk, like set up a desk space so I can do some work and just generally focus on things. And I was just like, ah, ah I've just put it in a box. Then How I'm long does it does it strike you down for? Cause... Oh, it depends. Like, like recently, it's been a while. Like, I've not painted anything till, since September. <laughs> at the minute yeah. yeah like i've built stuff i've done things i've kept going and doing little bits here and there but actually sit down and painted something was been september this is the other thing as well because i'll paint something but not finish it um, guilty 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 so i don't know if you're aware of it but like on on the twitter sphere uh, there's a thing called paint hammer where you basically over the course of the year you make a list of what you've painted so your game system, what models they are, how many models, and you've got like a running total of all the models you've painted over the year. Um, I, w- I wouldn't sign that up to me because that's that, that's depressing reading. For the of- oh no, this is this is the thing. Like so, so far this year, I have painted seventy six models. I was like, oh, that's really good. good. Seventy six models complete and done. And then I think of all the things that I haven't finished, and I'm like, oh no. So for example. Uh, I haven't, like, I got really into the Indomitus stuff, all the new 40k stuff, absolutely fantastic. I ordered two of those sodding boxes. I have painted half of one. <laughs> and that's, that's you know, that's half the Necrons and half the Space Marines in it. I haven't even, even painted a full half of one of the forces in there. So we're down to a quarter, in fact, then? No, no, no it's a half. Oh, it's, it's, a, right. it's a quarter of the Space It's oh, right, one quarter of the Space Marines and one quarter of the, the, the Necrons. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. makes a half altogether. <laughs> um, so, but, like, I've, I've got that Night Army, which I haven't finished. Like... <laughs> I've got, I've got to paint all the guns. I've got to paint all the guns. I've got to base them. And I, I look at them and I go, that's a lot of effort. A as lot of effort. as we were alluding to earlier, I am the same with basing. Like I'll, I'll, My nights are a case in point. The nights took maybe, I don't know, five days each to, to mm. do overall. Yeah. And it was fine. It was blasted through it. No, no problem. I enjoyed it. When it comes to applying PVA glue to a... <laughs> section of plastic and putting it in some um, gravel. Some sand. Yeah. Apparently that is where my limit is reached and I just can't do it anymore. And I, don't, I don't understand because that is literally, that's that's the finishing off bit. Yeah, you like, just go, alright, I'll put some sand on this this tonight, leave it to dry overnight. I'll put some I'll put some paint on it tonight. I'll leave that overnight. And you it, can get it done. 
it's like if you've if you've gone up a mountain and you're about I don't know six feet off the top, and you, and you just stop, <laughs> and you uh, go, oh my god, it's too much. Yes. Uh, and everyone's going, what do you mean? You only have to walk to the top. You you, you could you could see it. You, you could literally do it tonight. You could do it now. It would take you twenty minutes. Nah, I'll um, <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, uh, I mean, I should probably PVA, get going now. Yeah, you know. the PVA is not the correct consistency tonight. <laughs> or um, uh, I don't want to um, get the gra- I don't know where the gravel is. To, in our defence, um, I when this pandemic uh, pandemic yeah. lockdown hmm. there's an outtake reel there. Um, when this pandemic lockdown came when in, this what came in? Uh, whatever <laughs> we're in, whatever lockdown came in. Yeah. Um, I, I like a lot of people say, oh. Well, you know, I'll I'll get this painting done. I'll divide everything that I need to do. I'll um I'll have plenty of time. There'll be yeah. nothing else to do. Oh, I'll be I'll be great. I'll I'll get so much painting done. I have done next to nothing. Yeah, um, and it's it doesn't work that way. Just having the time to do it, it has no. It's in fact it's a negative inf- yeah. influence. Was, like, was, I've was, got all the time in the world to do it. Um, so I don't need to do it now. Whereas if it's like you have got a tournament next week and all oh, this yeah. plastic has to have some paint on it or you're yeah. not getting the bonus points, like but, bloody hell, I can have to work. Absolutely. But there's nothing worse than having to paint something when you're not bothered to paint it, even if you've got that. Like, um, for example, when I was going on the 30K channel for the last, we did like a campaign over different uh, over different times we went down. So we did we did a thousand points, fifteen hundred points, uh, two thousand points, and I had I had five hundred points left to paint for my imperial fists, and the the deadline was getting closer and closer and closer. <laughs> and I was like, ah, there's only six models that I just I don't want to I don't want to do this. I need to do this though. You need you need to get it done, otherwise. And I was like, ah, oh, no. And you just you've got to force yourself to do it. And it's it's one of the worst experiences because everything you do you hate. Yeah. I was painting I was painting a Leviathan Dreadnought, and I was just like, ah, oh, get the metal done. Ah, oh, that looks awful. Get the get the the yellow done on the panels. Oh, I'll do. <laughs> if you're forcing yourself, and like um, yeah. I've had this with. <laughs> When I re- redid the Phoenix Guard, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, I'm painting this trim, and I've got another 39 trim to do, <laughs> even yeah. though the action is just put the paint on the the brush yeah. and move it down, and then yeah. move it along, and there's yeah. the trim. I I cannot. Do, I have to yeah. do this 39 times. No, I'll do it five times, and, I'll, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll, then I'll take a break. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a break. Like right, so we started at five o'clock, and it's now uh, five o two, and uh, you're already taking a break, and a break means three hours on Warhammer Total War or something. Oh, I'm, yeah, it's definitely... Well, I've got to make a cup of tea first. Yeah. I've got to get some biscuits. Oh, I'm out of biscuits. I'll just go to the shop very quickly. Some and biscuits. You, and you come back to oh. sit down and 39 Phoenix Guards are staring at you. And like, You're like, oh, God! Oh. I wonder what they look like in Total War. Oh, they're really nice. They're really cool. Yeah, they're fully painted in Total War. Let's have a look at... <laughs> oh, I'll, have, I'll get some inspiration for, for what they look like in Total War. But you this liar. Is... You're lying to yourself. <laughs> but go, going back to what you're saying with the with the lockdown and the pandemic, I, I was exactly the same. I was like, get in, furlough life, get to do any <laughs> hobby I like, I get to do it. The problem was, at that time, I had finished everything I needed to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm in a good point of hobby. Uh, like, oh, I've got all this time, but I can't really do anything. <laughs> and then, obviously, the, they announced the new 40K stuff, and I was like, yay, it's back. And I was like, yay, hobby. 
And then I would have to go back to work. <laughs> I'm like, you son of a bitch. That hasn't aligned at all for you. No. Well, I'm now, I have now been made redundant, so I've got all the time in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spend that lovely redundancy pay on a load of models that will never get painted. Yeah. Oh, no. I've learned, I've learned my lesson from that. Don't you worry. I, I don't get it for um, uh, building. I have not. I could build all day, even though I don't mm. like it that much. But mm. I think because it's immediate, like you can, you, you can see the results there. Yeah, in, in, in thirty minutes, you're pretty much done. Whatever it is, and like, yeah. there's a result. Thirty minutes of painting white lions looks very much the same as if you hadn't bothered. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Need this the the disconnect between actions and results. I think that's a problem yeah. for hobby. But again. Yeah, again, and like with that, you've got every time you work on something a little bit, you don't see it, you don't see it, you don't see it, and then you finish it and it's based and it looks like a unit on the table. You go, Well, that was pretty good. Yeah, there's no that's what, that's what happened with that Leviathan Dreadnought. I finished it, it looked great. I, I like, I was like, I hated every second of painting that model. There's no, every second. There's no big reveal moment like, oh, I'm, I'm, this is the halfway moment, and bang, the unit looks halfway done. <laughs> it's just it's incremental. Oh, there's the trim. There's yeah. the highlighting on the capes. There's yeah. oh, I'll I'll dry brush the gold. It looks exactly the same as it did when I started. What the hell is going on? <laughs> well, this is this is it. But again, it extends to a lot of things. Like I've got I've got a Nighthorn army. I've got a Nighthorn army where I've still got like what I've got five models to paint. Five five models and some heroes that I got from the Soul Wars box, which they released last year or the year before, whenever they released it. And just, oh, it's just there. And, like, it'll take no time to finish them. I just I just can't. Can't be bothered. Absolutely cannot be bothered. There's no cure, right? If they find some sort of performance-enhancing drug that removes that <laughs> feeling and yeah. so gets you wired to paint, you know, I'd, I'd sign up for the testing on that. No problem. Yeah, uh, I mean it's probably cocaine, but <laughs> <laughs> or amphetamine. Who knows? Amphetamine. But to 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 get meta, I've hmm. started a podcast rather than painting. Well, exactly. <laughs> Just to to work, but again, at the same time, that has a knock on effect as well. Where you go, well, actually, I want to do the podcast. I want to get. Uh, I want to keep going. Um, I'll I'll go into this into my. Um, but actually, no, I'll, I'll include it in this. Um, so, like, part of, like, I was going to include this as one other thing, but it might be a bit of an honorable mention, same sort of things. But when you see unpainted armies without any progress as well, it really annoys me and I hate that. And yet, I am definitely one of those people. <laughs> Are we going into the self hated, self hated oh, self loathing and self deprivation? Absolutely. I, I know exactly what you mean here because I went to, I, I don't know if it was tournaments or battles mm. or something. And I, mm. I, as you know, I spam photos of armies. Yeah, yeah. And I was, it was the high elves. It's like this photograph from six months ago of this high elf army looks exactly <laughs> the same as the photograph I've just taken. There is no progress. You're yeah. going to have to do something because it's yeah. annoying me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, this is it. And it, but it's, it's even worse when it's someone else because you know, you can progress things. And especially when you've got again going back to that time limit where you've got a time frame for a tournament, you've got to get everything done. Yeah, you've got to, you've got. And again, I tell you what, painting ninety to a hundred bastard zombies for that get thrown a skulls tournament. Dear God, I got them done. If I can get them done, everyone else can bastard and get them done. <laughs> There's your inspiration. <laughs> 
Jesus, that was a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you'd go to that tournament and you'd see a, a, a Nurgle army, which has been undercoated black, dry brushed grey. It, and that's it. And you're like, I, I'm, I've got a mixed opinion on that because yes, it's it's minimal effort, but they've ab- obeyed the rules to the letter. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And they've wasted no time on frills. Yeah, there's your, there's your three three paint three colors minimum and base done. But at the same time, my brain goes, it's not that difficult to just do a couple of bits here and there and make it look neat and tidy and, and nice. And it just it takes no time. It takes no time. But I, I, and yet, I understand the hypocrisy here because I've got a unit of five hex wraiths there, which haven't been painted in three years. I, I, I'm fully admitting to doing what you're describing, Hayden. Um, there is no reason why that that high elf army is coming up to three years old and it's still not painted. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my number three spot. That was that was a good one. Uh, hobby hobby funk and just not not finishing things. <laughs> My number, what are we on, number three? Whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, mm-hmm. Is GW's Neglect of Xenos. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like the, that, yeah. I understand that the, the oh, money... Tau can suck themselves! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a slight logical error in what I'm doing here, but I am going to run with it. <laughs> no, no, go on. Yep. Don't ruin my list. I won't. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> They're not necessarily linked. Or like... <laughs> no. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I understand that the Marines are where the money is, and everybody loves Marines, and that's how you get people into the hobby. But how many updates has Marines, have Marines had in the past, say, 18 months? Like four. Yeah, and or the chapters are getting fleshed out, and we had yeah. um, Iron Hands as the reigning tournament champions because of their book was released with superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, your Tyranid players are sitting there with their underpowered book with models from 20 years ago, yeah. which are totally off scale for what the yeah. um, the Primaris and all that, the new new scale. Oh, but you got Dinsia the Cults. So what? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah, when you when you've got you know a Primaris mean which can not a Khan effects, it's a bit <laughs> of a scaled creep, isn't it? We, we were doing um, when in that temporary bit where you could meet people again. Um, mm. We had a three day forty k event, and one of the people um, brought his Tyranid army, which was great. But the scale is now so off. A, a, a Khan effects is it's about yeah. it's just a bit taller than a, a Primaris marine, and right. it, doesn't, it doesn't look like it should anymore nope. um and are they gonna do another one who knows who knows who knows and there's they've had nothing really added to the the list they haven't had you know there's however many variants of primaris with i don't know what vince was talking about them intercessor the intercessor. Yeah, yeah. don't or, don't forget they have they've got another new intercessor coming out which hasn't <laughs> been released yet Oh, that's good. And uh, yeah, ev- oh, ooh, there's some there's some leaks coming. Let's see what it is. Oh, it's another that's marine. Oh, it's some yeah. more marines. Uh, don't forget another marine. It, it's yeah. a marine with a different gun. But again, it's that self fulfilling prophecy. It's like, well, space marines sell. That's because you only sell space marines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why don't you throw the I don't know thirty percent of your customer base a bone and make some new Xenos models mm. and make their rules good? Yeah. Well, well, this is it. Hopefully, we'll see it because obviously the the teased the the Drukari in the Dark Elder book 
um, for the beginning of January. Next what, year. Are they getting new models for that? Oh, God, no, no. Of course not. Um, <laughs> well, that's that, yeah. You might, you might get a new character, but the problem is, the thing is, though, I don't think Dark Eldar need an update. Those models are stunning as, and they, they stand the, t- the test of time. The only thing they could really you're, do. You with- are a collaborator. If, if you, you can, <laughs> just because they've got good models, yeah, doesn't mean they don't need more models. More. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, but they, 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 there are parts where they could do with new models. So things like the grotesque, there is one fine cast model, which is awful. Well, it's like um, Aspect Warriors until very recently were all fine cast. Yeah. And now fine cast should have been, is on my honorable mention list. To be fair, fine cast was on my honorable mention list as yeah. well. Because so, it's neither fine nor cast. No, it's no. it's horrible. And you're, you're expecting people to, oh, I want a really good unit of mm-hmm. whatever it is. The Dire Avengers fine cast? No, Dire Avengers were plastic. They plastic. were the first, first right. ones to go plastic. Until recently, Howling Banshees were fine cast. Yeah. Um, but again, you've still got all the other aspect warriors which are fine cast. Yeah. So, oh, I, I'm very excited about this. Now I've got to use what uh, the worst hobby material that they've ever come across. To, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Everything's like, snapping off. Um, yeah. it, the cast's got a massive line through it. The mold line's gone wrong. Where's uh, his feet? His feet is <laughs> just a giant air bubble. <laughs> yeah, you fix that yourself with some green stuff. Everything will oh, be fine. Yeah. Xenos player. Uh, yeah. While while we get the 20th Marine release of the month. And, uh, oh, it, it really winds me up because I would buy um, a... I'll buy a Gene Steeler Cult Army. I'll buy a Tyranid Army. Mm-hmm. If they supported them properly, and if they gave them some good, massive models, rescale the gaunts, and this is Tyranid specific, rescale yeah. them though. You can have any law reason for it, right? They chewed up a load of Primaris DNA. You and know what re- it is? I, I, I think they would probably be better if they were scaled down. So, like they did with the Necrons, they sort right. of like they kept the same sort of the the, the pattern, but they're very chunky models. The gaunts. Yeah. So I reckon if they scaled them down, made them a bit more gangly and a bit more more what, like the old second edition ones. Maybe not as bad as that, but, but, you but know, that sort of theme. Yeah, so they're a little bit more gangly. So you, you, it feels like a horde. Yeah, because you know what? Because at the minute they're still quite bulky models. Well, they're all monopoles. They're, they're twenty years old now, but the the ones with the guns, the monopoles that like you can yeah. change the gun, or you can change the way his head looks. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas we've got well, we've, but what we've, else are you going to do with that? Uh, well, re- rearing up, uh, yeah. The the Hormigaunt model, um, mm. a lot of them are so front heavy that they won't stand up without blue yeah. tack. They haven't fixed that. They haven't addressed that at all. No. They've instead they've made fifty new Space Marine releases. Oh yeah, but they they sort of coming around with, on the Necrons. The new Necron stuff is great. Yeah, and I, and again, I have a feeling this is one of those things where they will be looking at that. Um, what they've done is, like, if you look at like the latest Xenos race species, so you've got you've got your Necrons, brand new release, couple of old models still in there. So things like your Immortals and you know the ones which are sort of like in that mid phase where they released them, the last batch they released was still they're all right, they're still not too bad, but the new stuff is stunning. You've got um, your Gene Steeler Cults, which surprisingly are still getting. Um, supported, they released those the Ridge Runner and the bikes, and yeah, recently the, as well. So, you, you, they're, they're still adding stuff to that to make the bikes it, are really good. The, yeah. the Mad Max shotgun wielding bikes, absolutely. Like and you've got like the, the other things, like the big monstrous beastie things that they get, you know, the, the super hybrids or whatever they're called. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, but yeah, so, but so that's so even more annoying because it proves they can do it, yeah. But 
I have a feeling it's one of those things where they didn't know what direction to go down. Whereas, like, these Necrons are now... They've, they've, so I think they're going to strip it back down to basics and go, what feel does this army give to you? We need... for So for Necrons, you want cosmic horror. You wanted, you wanted technological cosmic horror. And looking at the artwork they released for them, looking at the new models, looking at, like, the, the little bits that they've added, like, those, those bits of um, Blackstone on the... Um, on the on the the what is it? the monolith yeah where it's been cracked and it's it's warped and it looks it looks alien it looks alien it doesn't look like you'd see like it doesn't look like a box like the yeah. old monolith it looks like an alien structure and I have a feeling that going back to basics they need to readdress what design and unfortunately designing things takes a lot more time than just going <laughs> whereas like. Your things like your Dark Eldar, your Gene Stealer cults, there's a very heavy design aesthetic in there already. So for things like Eldar, um, obviously you've got like all the lore stuff that's going on with them at the minute as well, where you've got like the, the split up into the death cult that's that's happened, where you can take Dark Eldar and Eldar in the same force and the Harlequins. Um, so it's just it's 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 trying to rebalance that design, I think. While still uh, I think it's it's a massive job. I think they, they are aware of it, mm. but it just to take that first step to say, right, we've got to do something about it. The first person to do that is going to have a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. Uh, whereas, whereas you go, oh, Primaris Marines, well, we've got all the templates here. We can make yeah. anything we want. We'll give, in, us, give, is, give me a couple of months and we will do that. Have we done one with two guns? Right, well, that's now a new model. That, leak that. Leak that yeah. next week. Where's the heavy support option? Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So, which is why I think you'll see a lot more infantry-based Space Marines rather than, like, all the vehicles. All the vehicles have only just come out recently. You've had the one Repulsor and you've had the uh, the Impulsor recently, but the, the vehicles are a lot... It takes a lot more to design them. But, no, I, I like, I'm not, I'm not trying to poo-poo your, your thing here, but because I, I totally agree with you. The Xenos players need a lot more support. I would give them... I can't stress this enough. I will give you money if you update a 20-year-old line of models. I will do that. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that... Oh, they're getting a new book and they're getting another model. The, or, or whatever. The rules, mm -hmm. although I would like them to be better because just flattening any army is boring you know yeah. one army is so much stronger than yeah. the, the rest there you play the game for what two hours you you own possess and paint the models for mm -hmm. a lot more a lot more time uh, even i recognize that and i'm more into the gaming yeah so i can't start an army where i'm thinking this thing looks too small these models oh, no. are ancient um, mm -hmm. and i i really wish they would have which is why i'm sort of on the fence about this new the new the box they released for the tyrannies i've yes. gone about tyrannies but in general they've kept the gene it's gene stealers and it's not Iron Guard, the new yeah, Guard, there aren't any gaunts in it are there no so that may maybe i'm reading too much into it well, ideally i'd like that to suggest the gaunts are going so mm. we're not going to add them into this box set but the flip side of that is the uh, gargoyles are in it aren't they yeah so I don't know how much you love them. They need to go. The, 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 if you want things to snap off <laughs> flying bases, you know, the clear, uh, they've got the acrylic base as well. Yeah, they do. If you like extremely fragile 
useless um or borderline useless in game mm-hmm. units then the gargoyle is for you so if they're keeping that mm-hmm. that's not a good sign well it goes back to like i said going back to the last podcast where with vince where he was going on about like the difference between the primaris marine and the firstborn marine and you look at all the firstborn marines and go they're just not as nice and they're yeah. And especially going back to eight, where they're like, oh, they're just not as good. Why would I ever take these over the the new Primera stuff? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they, I, I understand that Marines is where their money is. And if you can spin off what, oh, I don't know, how many chapter. Oh, um, there's, 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 again, there's thousands of chapters that could probably yeah, come they do loads. Um, you can make money off it. But, but again, um, when you've got Space Marines and then you've got. You look at like your Space Marines, that's the number one selling thing that Games Workshop does. You've got an entire game based on Space Marines versus Space Marines in the Heresy. Yeah. You know, so. But I know it's competitive play, so it's not really the same. But mm. when you've got the entire finals of tournaments, and it's this yeah. chapter versus this chapter, this yeah. chapter, this uh, chapter. Like, like, like you say, the one from last year, which was Iron Hands versus Iron Hands versus. Yeah. There's that to win. Just mm-hmm. get your Iron Hands. And then the. Uh, the inevitable, oh, they've turned them down. Uh, let's dump all this onto eBay. So there's a lot of people who aren't that bothered about how yeah. strong they are. Got a lot of cheap iron hands. So yeah, it all comes around. But yeah, that's my number three. Um, neglect of Xenos. <laughs> nope, I absolutely. I totally agree with you there. Um, the problem is, it's it's like I say, just that the designing thing and the one how how they want them to interact and how they want them to work in the new like the sort of that what 40k is and what they want to say this is 40k this is this and this but no like they do need a lot more love and i know a lot of people have been saying that for a long time if they want someone to spearhead the redesign of the turnids in particular or mm-hmm. the Xenos, i am available for that oh, job excellent excellent i'm um i'll get my contacts to get in touch with you <laughs> get jervis on the line <laughs> um right okay my number two Yes, number two. Get my number two, right. Go on, talking about Space Marines. <laughs> oh. Matt Ward's tenure as Ultramarine <laughs> editor. Dear God. I, I think you can broaden this to just Matt Ward's impact on, on a variety of games. <laughs> and you know what? This is not a slight on the man himself. I'm sure he's done some good work, but the influence that a couple of in- innocent words which has probably been taken way out of proportion, has escalated my entire hatred for the Ultramarines. Can I guess what words you're referring to? You may. Go right ahead, sir. Is it the phrase spiritual leash? No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. It was was the... It's the... It's the... It's the... It was the implication that everyone aspired to be an Ultramarine. Every chapter in... It was, was... like, they are the pinnacle of being a space marine. You know, and you're like, that's not, though, is it? That was the uh, the connection that they he said that everyone uh, thought of Gilliman as their spiritual But yes, you know, in that sort of that, that sort of similar aspect. And it's not. You've got space marine chapters, which have got their own diverse background and their own stories, and everyone goes, oh, but they're just ultramarines. And it's like, no! No, they're not! That was sort of um, peak, uh, yeah. Ultramarine what, spam, I mean, wasn't it? That was what fourth, fifth edition of forty. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he just... did. Um, he did the Grey Knights as well. 
Yeah, but less sporting about them, the better, to be honest with you. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Not too bad, apart from that one story. Well, wow. terrible, terrible story. There's plenty. I think there's more than one. Oh, yeah, but are the, you referring to um, the main one? Yes, <laughs> the master going into hell, uh, the warp, and um, oh no, 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 that one. You oh, know. you're talking about the one where they kill. I'm talking about of, the um, sisters of battle. Sisters one, yeah. of battle, and yeah. bathe in their blood. Yes. Hey guys, you've got the purest blood we know. How about we take your blood and fight corn? What? That's that's not right. Like, aren't, this, aren't you Grey Knight? Aren't you meant to be the most pure? For, pure for, what? The the second, the whoever, someone would have grasped that up. If that was real, someone would have grasped that up. And there'd be an Inquisitor around immediately because the Grey Knights have gone fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, they have. There's a serious uh, problem if the Grey Knights have gone mad. Um, like, but again, like, how, the, like, this is the thing about Grey Knights is the Grey Knights is the epitome of the end justifies the means. And, but that was just unnecessary. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. Uh, uh, hang on. Who's the good guys here? Or allegedly? There, there are no good guys in 40K. No, that, you know that's that, that, true. that is true. But <laughs> relative to the story, like, who am I supposed to be backing here? They, they've yeah. just murdered a load of people to bathe in their blood. Like, like bathing in blood is very much classed as a bad thing. You know, <laughs> oh, what did you do today? Oh, you know, the usual. Had a shower in blood. What? <laughs> yeah, that's like, immediately they fall into corn. Yeah. Get the Inquisitor here now. <laughs> like, like, and, and, and this is the other thing as well. If that not, if that not did, if, oh, my words, my words. Blooper reel. <laughs> yeah. So if they did that, would that not, you know, increase corn's power yes <laughs> i mean he is the god of war and blood <laughs> these are the specialists in fighting um psychers and warp spawn things ultramarines ultramarines you will worship our space daddy and our space book no that's ridiculous <laughs> like it was a, it was it was a guideline for combat after the heresy because because like fair enough gilman recognized that it had to change but it's just but like turning around going, but everyone wants to be an ultramarine. All right, what about like I say, the Imperial Fists who defended the you know the yeah. walls of terror without your help, by the way, Robote. What about every other chapter? Why it's every other chapter? Raven Guard, Salamanders, you know you like salamanders. Yeah, the salamanders are quite happy yeah, being salamanders. Now, mate. Green yeah. ultramarines, that's what they are. Following the spiritual lead. <laughs> Didn't he also have the Blood Angels teaming up with the Necrons? Was that him? I think that was him. Oh, I can't remember that one. Uh, Maybe um, that might that sounds sounds like something. But again, it's it's a world where it's a universe, it's a galaxy where anything can happen. Yeah, and there's an entire section of the Inquisition to prevent, <laughs> like even talking to Xenos. Xenos and um, Imperial forces. That's that's a. The Inquisitor would be around immediately. What, what, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Who's so, authorized this? So, Dante, can you tell me a bit about this? Yeah, it says... No. I've what? got it written down here that you allied with the Xenos race. Um, the Necrontier. Yeah. Um, he, he also did... I know we, we wanted Space Marines, but we've sort of drifted onto Matt Ward. In <laughs> um, like, again, I haven't got a problem with Matt Ward. I'm sure he's done a lot of other things, but... Like, to to that his very, credit... That um, very specific time... Yeah. Like in fifth and fourth edition, where he just, when he just 
shat on everyone's dreams about, oh, this is the way it should be. I'm like, no. It is in fact on fantasy is mixed. He did the seventh edition Demons of Chaos, which was game breakingly overpowered. Um to the point where they hmm. had to redo it in eighth. Yeah, it just it just broke the game. <laughs> it, it was just the, the the sort of implied arrogance of these ultramarines coming and going, these are the best. Not, mm. not, not a hundred percent agree with that. And 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 to be fairness, like looking and like looking back at like if you read any of the heresy like um, uh, stories and the lore there, Ultramarines and Heresy were really good. And Robert Gilliman is seen as a master logistician. He's you know he's he's a good tactician and he's a good he's a master logic. So he kn- he knows how to have things in the right place at the right time. So that was you know when you go about like yeah. talk about the Primarchs having their different specialities, that was he's, his specialty, he's like and it, it works really, really well. Not not like wild yeah. and. But it, you need that in a war. You need a guy who knows, no. knows how to move things around. Exactly. So, yeah. Again, we're not attacking him personally, but just this. Uh... No. And again, like it's it's just it was a it was a, a assist. It was um what's the word? A symptom of the time. They needed something to say. They needed something to shift the representation of their biggest selling product, and just have it there, and have it showing. And they were like, Ultramarines, we'll pick them. That's them. They're the ones to do it. And so he was, so he, during that process, I imagine it was just, we've got to make these guys yeah, the poster boys. Ever since. Although it's sort of changing now, yeah. isn't it? With more, less and more chapters coming out. Um, I think it is, it is. I mean, there's like, there's a lot of different chapters which should be getting a lot more attention. Well, my next pick is cheating. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, um, and I've included. I, I initially wrote not quite cheating because, <laughs> because there's a lot of edge of the rules stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But you could, I haven't directly witnessed a lot. Most people are honest and they just want yeah. to have a good game. Yeah. And as a um, uh, a disclaimer, there are times when I've played a game and. You know, you see the opportunity to cheat. Yeah. And you, I, I'll admit, it, you get it for a, a split second and think, oh, I could move that, or I could do that. And, and then before you, your natural, your brain oh, overrides it, don't he's not, do he's not, he's not paying attention. Pick up that extra dice mark. Yeah. No, don't do it. Yeah, yeah that, I'll admit, it does happen sometimes. Yeah. It occurs to me that oh, I could cheat that. But immediately it's shut down and I, yeah. I don't cheat. And it's like, why would you want to do that? Um, why you even play? If you want to cheat, why are you even playing the game? Why not just say you won? Why say if you want to win that badly, just tell people you won. Why ruin somebody else? You've wasted everybody's time. You, 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 you know, your opponent's turned up and is playing the rules and has made the effort to come and play the game, which is supposed to be an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And when you cheat, it, it just it does the legs. Um, it, it, it taints it as well. It taints yeah. that experience. It makes it unpleasant to, uh, and you don't want to play again, do you? Oh, well, no. And then if you start getting um, a reputation for it, and then yeah. you become ostracized, and why? Yeah. Why do you want to be part of a? Oh, don't play, don't play, Jeff. He cheats all the time. Yeah. You don't want to be known as that person. He's got, you know, rubber, rubber ruler. I'm getting on my uh, high horse here, but this, this, when I say not quite cheating, there's stuff like um, <laughs> if you, 
It, it, if you measure something and you start at the, what is it? You start at the front of the base, but you measure and you end it at the back. Uh, of the base. Well, that's not, that is just cheating, though. That's right? getting that an extra, yeah. just an extra couple of inches on that your is, movement there. That is cheating, and it's. Um, I've, I talked about this years and years ago at Sixth Edition Fantasy. I went to a tournament in Nottingham, mm-hmm. and it was a miserable experience. But anyway, um, that's why I probably didn't do a tournament for a long time after mm-hmm. that. Uh, and I just remember I was playing Lizardmen, and I was Lizardmen. My opponent was Lizardmen. And um, he just piled up these skinks in a big pile. Um, <sighs> he didn't line them up, it, like skink skirmishes. didn't line them up. Just, oh, they're just there. Like, right. So immediately, I don't know the, the boundary of your unit. I don't know yeah. the ranges and stuff. And especially 6th edition fantasy, where you had to guess ranges. Yeah. Specifics were quite important. So he, he had them in a big pile. And then he would just say... All right, I'm going to move them. I'm going to, I'll fire the skink move. I don't know. I'll, I'll mark six, six inches. Something like, like that. five or six five inches or something. Or quick, quick little boogies. Yeah. So instead of measuring where this would go as you would in a unit, he just picked them up and moved them roughly six oh inches. Oh, my God. And I was, at this point, I was so annoyed and I was, just wasn't enjoying myself. And it's like, yeah, yeah, do what you like. I'm not, you know, you just get so dejected. Yeah. And then he won the game. And I thought, you have no respect for the rules. What? Why am I here in a tournament when you are not even the basic movement rules? You're not following. Yeah, yeah. I should, I should have said something if I was that bothered. Now I would say something. Well, well, this is it again. Was it your first tournament down there as well, or something? Yeah, first tournament. You don't, you don't know any better as well. No. And this, this is something I'll probably go into on my my number one spot to be honest. But it's the people like that, the the, the exploit and go, ah, oh, well. If I talk ever so slightly louder in a better position and talk over you, I yeah. can do this. Mm, yeah. No. It's I, I know tournaments you, you want to play every advantage and you want to and you're sure you, you win. But um the book's there to look at and if not get a TO over. <laughs> Don't cheat. Don't just oh I'll just bundle them across there. I, Especially I, tournament. It's so disrespectful to your opponent. I'll just pile them over there and I then should... it'll be fine. I mean, the other aspect of that is you've bought those models, you've painted those models, and now you've just put them in a pile. Yeah. <laughs> you've just yeah. you've spent time doing, you've spent time making these models look nice, I suppose. I mean, I wasn't there, but you know what I mean? It, it, a normal person would spend time painting their models up, basing them and dedicating them, and you've just clumped them all on a model in a pile and mo- and just chuffed them. It's like, stick. did he put them in a plastic bag afterwards? <laughs> The standard plastic bag of, uh, of carrying models. Yeah, the plastic bag deployment. There you go. I, I, yeah, actually, they might have been in a plastic bag. Oh my I God. can't actually remember, but I, I won't rule it out. Um, Again, this is, this is my hobby snobbery coming out going, but you just spent so much time. Why would you do that to your models? Nice metal models in a, in a nice carrier bag. Chip to hell. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, good, but, good old uh, dreadnought in a sock. <laughs> so it's lethal, that. Um, <laughs> If you are a new player, especially, uh, mm. where do you, where do you? This is another pro, the counterpoint of cheating is at what point do you call it out? If you know or suspect someone's cheating, and mm. you say you are cheating, you, you're taking a huge, you know, you're putting yourself out there by saying because you poisoned the relationship with the other player completely now, haven't you? Yeah. Because if you're right, then they've been revealed to be a fraud. And if you're wrong, well, you just you know the, that guy that accuses people of cheating. Yeah. So it's really hard to say 
if it's not egregious, like, oh, yeah, this guardsman actually has a um, plasma annihilator instead of a... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm rolling 40 dice for this one yeah. model rather than the two I'd normally get. Yeah. Right. Unless it's blatant like that. And it's yeah. right on... It's the, That's why I put not quite cheating because it's the right on the edge stuff. Oh, and when do you call it's, it? It's sneaky cheating. Sneaky yeah. cheating. So these are things like fast dice rolling. People yeah. Who, you know what I mean? You know, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. The, that's, uh, the extra... That's Moving the tape measure as you move the unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all this edge of the law stuff, and it's there's nothing that you you, you can convince yourself. I'm, I know that's what they're doing, but if if you pull the trigger and say, "What the hell?" You know, you you're moving the, the I mean, tape measure, and they say, oh, "No, I'm not." Well, the, how's the TO supposed to resolve that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a tricky one. I'm like. I've never really organized a, t a tournament, so I don't really know. But again, there has, to, there has to be some sort of consequence. There has to be some sort of like power. Pack it in. It's, a, it's um, all on the honesty system, isn't it? And this is what I was saying earlier. When you go to a tournament, you go, right, this, you, we enter a, like a, a contract of it's an honorable, honorable game. You, re you respect the dice results because that's the way it works. It's a game. It's a yeah. game about playing toy soldiers with goblins. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why? So you're going to ruin your reputation to win something that ultimately doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. A bit of a bit of um, prestige with my, my my paper. You know, well done. You have got an army. And uh, there's another one in tournaments. Um, slow play. Have you, have oh my god! Playing out the clock. Yeah, yeah I've heard that, one. that one's just um, shit. All it's thinking. When do you say, "Hang on, you're doing"? You're oh, moving your tape measure. You, you, you know, I can see what you're doing with the the bases, and then yeah, right. I've, I've now got another hour and a half with this person to finish the game off. Yeah, that's it. Their first turn, they're spending half an hour in a two-hour game moving everything. You're just like, oh yeah, it, it's. I'll, I mean, see, I'll see you in the bar, mate. Crack yeah. on. Who like did David do like that? Uh, yeah, he's, he's done that a couple of times. <laughs> um, uh, it's that point where where do you cut your losses and yeah. where do you cut your losses and could you win? That's the other thing is like, well, of course I can win. I can beat this guy if he's yeah. not being a dick. Yeah, that so. yeah, like, is it worth if you win and you say, mm. well, I, you cheated and I still won? That's you know, that's quite satisfying. Yeah. But on the other side, you're wasting your time. Yeah, you're wasting your time playing a cheat. This, this, this is the problem. Like, I'll, I'll go into it a bit more in my next one, but um. It's the pitfalls of tournament play. That is just one of the, the pitfalls mm. of tournament play. I, I'm, I'll say I, I've been to a fair amount of tournaments and I've never been directly the victim of cheating. Mm. But you hear, you hear of it happening. Oh, of course you do. Of course you and, do. Um, it's a very sensitive thing to say. You, you know, especially. But when again, you, when you've gone it, down, like when I went down to when I went down to Nottingham, that's a day of my life, right? Yeah. To go to yeah. this tournament, I've it's not more stuff. because sometimes you have to stay overnight. It's a two, uh, two, two a weekend yeah. thing, and I've paid money to come here, and you're cheating, and yeah. I have you're wasting my time. Yeah. So and at that point, point, you should probably call them out about it. Yeah, there you got I nothing mean, to lose at that point. And again, the other thing, like like our day, like now, where you've got the social media and go, I oh, don't play him. He proper cheated. It, yeah. it spreads. It spreads. I, People will will know. Uh, yeah, social media and stuff. It's um. It's a lot, and all the uh, like the TOs tend to speak to like the local TOs yeah, tend to speak to each other, so they know about stuff. Like I, I know a few people who've ran tournaments, and mm. um, they they're like the one man operations, so they can't supervise all the tables all the time. 
so it does work on this on a system yeah awesome. um, and fortunately the two like the the fantasy community that i'm part of that everybody mm-hmm. sort of knows each other really yeah. so they don't you don't cheat you don't screw each other yeah, and the, you the, find out you get found out yeah and the 40k community i went to a tournament uh was it this year or last year whenever it was before all this corona mm-hmm. nonsense um and there was no problems at all they were all yeah. really nice people so i'm not yeah. saying that it's prevalent uh, i'm just saying people who do it i think i think again when when i went to the tournaments back in the day like i'm i'm talking like what good what 6 7 year ago now you know throwing of skulls was a regular thing um and just i think it's more prevalent at the more official ones because obviously it's it, there's more prestige to it by winning it you weren't to take a bigger risk to get a bigger reward yeah so but there's all sorts of cheating like you can um you can if you read the bigger uh like what was i reading the lvo was reading the rules about that and mm-hmm. i think and it's things like if it turns out that you have uh, colluded with somebody to get them to throw the match so that you right. can go, there's all sorts of things that you would never think of um but obviously the big big prize big reward yeah you yeah i'll mm-hmm. pay someone to throw the match you know i'm yeah. gonna get my way through the uh the finals it's, it's also yeah. things that the TOs have to think about. Yeah, and everyone thought about that one like a proper cricket scandal. Yeah, just yeah, yeah we'll, we'll agree collude between ourselves. That I'll you, tell you what, mate, I've got three wins so far. You've and, and if I win this one, I'm in a good running to if you just you know, I'll yeah. give you I'll give you 50 quid to yeah, just, a match. We'll go yeah, have a pint. Yeah, yeah. I, no, that's that's dick moves, isn't it? It is dick moves, it is, but like if you're dedicated, if you so. You're so wanting to win that you'll, mm. you'll throw everything else out, but there's just ash in your wake when you turn around yeah. to, to lift that trophy, and everyone <laughs> looks at you like you swats. You know, <laughs> well, this is it. This is it. Um, well, I've mentioned it a couple of times. So my number one spot, mm-hmm. um, hobby extremists. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. <laughs> so this includes people who take it too far. So uh, again. Going back to the tournament thing, these are the, the win-at-all-cost tournament players, the ones that we've literally just been discussing. <laughs> so these are the people who will cheat, who will win, who will come up with the beardiest meta army that you've ever come across in your life, and it will, will, you know, they'll talk over you, and they'll, they'll try and bully you into, into winning, and just arseholes. But this, it's not just them. These are the people who take army concepts too far. I'm talking about, like, you know, everyone knows the Slanesh guy. The Slanesh guy who likes his dongs. Likes his dongs on his models. <laughs> Tell you what, let's just put a, a, you know, a bedroom aid on a Bane blade. That's what we'll do. No, it's unnecessary. <laughs> Why have you done that? I'm talking about the Imperial Guard player who's like, oh, so it's a fascist fascist regime, is it? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, dear. My red banner, my white circle, and my Aquila in the middle of that. No, you're racist, fuck. You know exactly what you're doing. Very <laughs> that, that sort of thing. You know, the extremist hobbyists. Because ultimately, ultimately, and I've said this before, it's a game of goblins. <laughs> why? Why do you... Why does it... <laughs> and it just, it, it, it's my number one bugbear. Like... I remember we did we did a friendly tournament when we worked for the shop called Gauntlet. It was a 40k tournament, and we had 
what and it included all the regional ones and there was this one guy this one guy who's won loads of tournaments in the past and he was so arrogant about it so arrogant he had his big winning fluffy pants to prove the every wore them every time he won and he was just a bell end <laughs> but again just just that sort of you know that mentality that all or nothing yeah just like, mm, like you're here to win at all costs here to win and like but again the army concepts where you go mm, that's unnecessary <laughs> but uh, um <laughs> caveat, your hobby is your hobby just don't expect me to play against the dildozer <laughs> You know what I mean? It's utterly obscene. If, uh, if Graham is listening to this, uh, don't take any inspiration from what he has <laughs> just said. I like Graham. Graham's, I've known Graham for a while now, and I, I generally, <laughs> I totally didn't mean that. But that is ridiculous. I, just, I, yeah, just, it's, it's, just, you know what I mean? You've seen them. Everyone's seen them. And you're just like, that's, that's unnecessary. <laughs> I... I I've also seen what you're saying about lists and stuff. And um, would you class sort of the net list thing in this? Yeah. yeah. But again, going back to the thing like the Iron Warrior list. Yeah. You know, I bought all the execution. Remember that picture I showed you where you've got two Iron Warrior armies fa- fighting each other on, and it's three repulsive executioners with, <laughs> with like a tech green or something in the middle of a sky. F- Fought like Skype, the one of the the, um, the landing platforms. Yes, and, it's the. Um, and there's one fighting in another, and I'm like, that looks like the dullest game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that is awful. And I just, oh, why would? You? And it's just. You, yeah. you can definitely go too far in. I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably on the. <laughs> I'm probably on the radar for this because I have used the, White Lion Horde Lariel with two. Um, Frost oh. Phoenix's list. Oh. It's just well, this is it. I'd like hands, hands up. I'll put put my hand up and say, I, I, my my vampire list was filthy. It was ridiculous. It was disgusting. But I got that off someone else who suggested it. I would never have come up with that myself until I was like, oh, that is, that is horrendous. That is, is horrendous. Yeah. Um. I I I agree. If you especially if you're talking um a mismatch, like if you turn up to a casual games night with the li- your net list that you've honed to just destroy yeah. everything. You've bought all the best stuff yeah. and you've brought it with just the sole aim of destroying everyone that you play. Uh, that's another thing that gets people reputations, isn't it? That, um, that is, yeah, because you used to get yeah. them in the... When you worked in the shop, you used to get them on like the veterans night that they used to come down. They used to... And you know what? If you've arranged that with someone, fair. Yes. You know what you're getting yourself into. But if you're coming down and fighting the brand new kids that have turned up with their you know a thousand point space green armies with nothing in it other than the stuff they think's cool you're a bellend <laughs> an utter bellend oh yeah. i got a whirlwind it's um oh. it's the thing about um especially if if it's someone's first game it's sort yeah. of like an unwritten rule that you let them win or... no not even i mean not even that they can lose but as long as they're having fun yeah as long as you've enjoyed the game if you annihilate some Somebody who's brand new to the hobby with your net list, and then claim that that's some sort of big victory. That's yeah. uh, I am the best. Look yeah. at me. No, no, so, you ah, no child can defeat the Grinch. <laughs> you know, it's obscene. 
Yeah, see, see that look of wonder as they come at the shop and, oh, I'm going to buy this. This is so exciting. And, oh, I'll play a game. And then, and then you get punched happens. in the face by someone with a ridiculous army. Just, just spend 30 minutes taking your new models off the table. And yeah. I, I had a, a game um, uh, when we had a brief respite in, in coronavirus. And it's uh, my friend's brother. And he played his um, uh, Gene Steeler Colts army. And I played the knights, and it was a it was a mismatched game from the start. And um, I, I won, and he, I just took clumps of stuff off, and I felt dreadful. You feel so bad, don't you? Yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry. And this, so, so sorry. and it wasn't a, a, a like a super powered list. It's knights that they're never going to be, you know, top tier. Yeah. Um, it was just a mismatch. It's that he, my high toughness, high armor, yeah. uh, high wounds oh, versus yeah. he didn't have. But anyway. And I felt dreadful, and I hadn't set it up. And I was saying, "I apologise for this." That you were, yeah. and you're, you're sitting there while people are just taking off clumps of models. You can't be enjoying this. Yeah. This can't be a good time. The last, but it, the last. If you're doing that to someone purposefully and getting some joy and pleasure yeah. out of their misery, that's that's it's horrible. Just, yeah, it's just going back to that thing. Like the last when I took my vampires down to Throne of Skulls, the last game, I, I came across a goblin army. And clearly this guy's got a goblin army. He play, enjoys playing, playing goblins. He's got everything. And he fails every single animosity check. Every single one. They start running away. I I literally kill one guy. I, I felt so bad for him. I accepted a challenge with a necromancer. I just, I was like, I'm yeah. I just, I'm so sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like a normal, a, a normal hobbyist will, when that sort of thing happens and your opponent's having no luck, uh, you like, would say, I'm sorry. He knew what he was getting into, and he was like, yeah. that's fine. I knew this was going to happen. Even if it's not your fault, there's nothing you can do about it. You still say, look, I'm sorry about this. This doesn't usually happen. And you'll you'll get it later on where you can't roll anything but yeah. a one, and yeah. your thing is just start blowing up. So, But it's nothing to be it's nothing to be proud of. It's nothing to say, oh, I, I destroyed you. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it wasn't. And certainly, Look at you, in the dirt where you belong. Yeah, take, I'm better than you. Right, take your beautifully point painted models and put them back in your box, you loser. <laughs> My knights are going to torch this battlefield, and then I'm going to I'm going to cheer about it. Well, that was that was always the thing. Every time you every time you lose to like an unpainted army, you go at least my army's painted. Moral, moral high ground yeah. there. Moral, moral victory. No, I, I, I didn't. I, I liked the game. Uh, I, I apologized at the time, but it didn't feel very good. No. And I can't imagine feeling like that being like something you're aiming for. No. no. Um, going going back to my old boss, he used to say he used to say it's. It's a game about war, not a war. You know, not the other way around. It's <laughs> a war about a game. Yeah, because yeah. you know, that's what it ends up being. You just end up being dickheads on the other side of a table to someone. It's like, no. Well, actually, what you'll find... And it does my head in. Absolutely does my head in. No, I agree. Uh, and uh, having been on the other side of that at some point and, yeah, and you know what it's, i think it's a rite of passage everybody has to be part of yeah. that everyone has to go that and go wow some people are just dickheads yeah as long as you can filter them out you learn yeah. from experience but again this 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 is why you know my, my friend group for hobbying is quite small now i mean it's still you know quite good i mean i i don't think i've actually ever played a game against you mark 
Some. Um, you may have hosted some. I've hosted some, but I don't think I've ever played a game against you because I was because again, I think it might have been that time where I was like, "Oh, fantasy! Oh, I don't want to play this. <laughs> so much effort." I do, uh, have, I do have 40k armies as well, you know. <laughs> I know, but I didn't at the time. Oh, right. I, it came out with eighth edition, and I had my crappy first, my firstborn Space Marine list, which was now void and useless. So I was like, "Oh, great! I don't want to use that." I guess you can make the that's the thing is you can make it as wide or narrow as possible, okay? But if you want to, I, I enjoy tournaments, so I'll take the I haven't come across anyone as we're describing really other than that first tournament, yeah. so I don't mind going to them and I, I enjoy them, but yeah, yeah. again, uh, I think I think now as well, especially recently, it's it's mellowed out a lot because yes. all those all those people, like again, back you know, you get these you know, early 20 year old people when they're just. They're just full of, you know, spite and anger, and you just want to win. And they're just so, they're just so edgy. They're just so edgy about everything. And you're just like, oh, mellow out. And obviously, the time's gone on. They're still doing the tournaments, and they're still like, actually, no, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I've realized. You know, when I was that young, I was, a, I was a bell end, and I will put my hand up and go, yes, <laughs> I, I was, I was vexing. Let's put it that way. I was quite vexing. Poacher turned the gamekeeper. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> we're so. coming. We're, we're agreeing on a lot of these uh, yeah. topics. It's, it's quite again, again, a lot of it comes from the same sort of position, really, where you, you yeah. enjoy games. It has to be fair. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. But at the um, same time, if you want to, again, if you want to play uh, an asymmetric game, totally fine. Yeah, but at least tell the person that yeah, you're playing. Exactly. As long as they're aware of what the, what what yeah, what the um, the stakes are. Don't bring your two Phoenix White Line or Alaria list to someone who's got like, oh, I'm playing my fluffy goblin list. Yeah, unless yeah. you've cleared it in advance. I've got I've got dire wolves. Good luck <laughs> with that, mate. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I should have put dire wolves on this list. Honorable <laughs> mention. Honorable mention dire wolves. Fucking hate dire wolves. <laughs> They've never performed in any game I've ever played. And I've got about 30 of the bastard things. Are they um, vampire counts? Yeah, yeah. Um, friend Adams played them, and I, I'm not sure what they're supposed to do because they're not they don't have the fast cavalry rule. They're not if you get them out on a flank, they can't mm -hmm. march. Yeah, and um, uh, what they're called, Illyrian reavers, just go right through them. Yeah. So I, look, I anything, not, anything not goes through them. It. It's like they're made of tissue paper, mate. They are awful. And it's one of those things where when, when they release the vampire range and you got that really cool dynamic of the, the, the mystical wind blowing them forward and you got the, the new models as they are now, the new direwolf models as they are now, I was like, these are lush, these are great. I got one in an army deal. I got one in an army deal. I managed to get the store ones as well. So I've got 30 of the bastard things <laughs> all painted up and I never use them because they're awful. Like no armor, strength, toughness three, blister skill, or, or sorry, might, skill two, or might, something. There might be strength four. I can't remember. They've got slavering charge or something on this, so that they're yeah. So they get, they get an increased strength on the charge, something like that. Something like that, yeah. But yeah, but yeah uh, take them off the table. That is a waste of points. There may only be like eighty points or something, but that is a waste of points. You can get twenty zombies for that. <laughs> And then another neck. And that, that is a better speed bump. It's not going to go away, is it? They just because they 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 don't have ranks. They just collapse in combat anyway. Yeah. Oh, he's got a banner, right? There's one right. dead. Yeah, 
Oh, and... oh he's got another rank. That's two dead. Yeah. Oh, that's it. You go, oh. So I'm going to charge this unit with a banner and two ranks. Yeah, I've I lost know. half the unit there. That's fantastic, yeah. isn't it? I now have to kill three of these, whatever <laughs> it is, and take no damage yeah. in order just to stay where I am. Yeah. They're just awful, awful models, awful rules. I hate them. Well, I think we will disagree on my last choice, mm -hmm. uh, which is Age of Sigma. <laughs> I see. I had a feeling it might be this because you've, you've, you've hinted at it a couple of times. And it's not even the um, the the game. I know very little about the game or how it works or its background. It's just what it represents. What it did to your precious, precious game. Yeah, in that I can't stress how much I love fantasy. And I thought 8th edition is the best iteration of it. It's not up for debate. I'm not I'm not gonna contest that with different no, no, absolutely, absolutely I, I I have the most fun playing fantasy in eighth edition. Yeah I love the way the rules work. Um I love its complexity. I love um uh, the 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 units ranking up it looks like you're in command of an army not a skirmish. And then they introduced the. It was like it was. Uh, it was like reeling you in. Oh, here's the end times. Like yeah. this is a bit odd. Oh, they're actually killing characters. Oh off. no! Not in <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's brave. They're actually killing characters off. Uh, yeah. We're going to progress. We're going to see what the because the, the fantasy from the, the time at the start uh, it yeah. started. It's always been set around these characters. Like it's the time of um, Karl Franz and all that. So it's in yeah. his reign that all the things happen. Oh, we're actually going to move beyond that. We're going to see what's happening. Bang! The world has exploded. Bye, done. See you later. Yeah. Oh, oh it, it turns out all these things that we didn't really need answers to, we've answered them um, in a really unsatisfying way. Yeah, Assyrian wasn't a mysterious... Um, he was an elf the whole time! He was just some bloke from a previous <laughs> um, example of a world exploding. Um, there is only one Phoenix King, though. So, you know. well, yeah, right. So, <laughs> the, the, the whole history of the Phoenix King and um, why Malekith was not allowed through the um, flame because he was his polluted body was rejected by Assyrian. No, he just didn't stand in it long enough. Yeah, you know what? Everyone else used wizards to heal him. Why didn't he yeah. think of that? Yeah, everybody else. Just, yeah, well, just it was incantations that'll overcome a god's flame. Apparently, <laughs> and the god's all right with this. The the, the god has just said, "Yeah, but they cheated. Getting back, yeah. cheated. They cheated, but I'm not, I'm that's fine. We'll, we'll just continue with that. It's true. That's what happened? Uh, I, I just I was like snapping table anger level at what they'd done to the the law. Um, and then it didn't matter anyway. They blew it all up, yeah. and that's yeah. my—that's my world. That's the old. That's the old world. That's my thing. That's yeah. the thing I like. Yeah. And then they replaced and it. I, with, I, I have with you mercilessly for liking that game, which is a dead game. And I, yeah, that's, and I, I'm do what do your worst. I don't care. It's my it's my game. Yeah. And then they replace it with a whole lot of crazy shit. Like the biggest problem. The biggest problem was Age of Sigmar was that first incarnation where they were like. Fuck it. We, we just sell models. And you know what? We'll put some crazy shit in there to keep them placated. <laughs> Have you got a massive mustache? Twirl that mustache. And he's like, no. Yeah, hop on one foot or whatever it is and you'll all get that, a reroll. All that bollocks where they thought, it'll be fun. And you're like, mmm. Right, no. no. You've gone from a semi-serious like, fantasy. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. grounded. And then we've replaced it with, we'll hop around to get a reroll and whoever goes first has got to speak in a Scottish accent or whatever it is. 
do a dance if you've got the mask. Maybe like no. Yeah. Like, whoa. What, what, what are you doing? That's the biggest problem Age of Sigmar has. It has to get over that first initial steps where they messed it up so so much. The the, the second edition with the Soul War stuff though, it, it it grounded it back down. It was like actually no, we need to make a game. We need to make it. Um, so it it's it's not. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not fantasy. It's entirely not fantasy. It's another, it's a fantasy-based skirmish game. It's more like 40k, like, so they can sell more models. Um, but I enjoy it for the strategy of it, Ron, you know, because um, the strategy is there. It's just, it's simplifying. It's a lot quicker and it's a lot easier. You can I, can't play even, I can't even get to looking at that. I, I can't even get to that point. It's yeah. like... Um, like I said, that first incarnation's tainted it so much. So again, I imagine a lot of people listening will be like, "Boo, Age of Sigmar, boo!" Even at the mention of it. But I don't know. I think there's a, there's a fair balance of people I've begged to listen to this, <laughs> of uh, people who don't mind it, and people who perhaps don't like it. And again, like I say, it just it just it needed to find its legs. Like, don't get me wrong, they could have entirely done all of this without ending the old world. They could have done that entirely without ending the old world. Like, this is a new fantasy race system that we're doing. Ta-da! <laughs> oh, everybody's dead. Because, uh... because all the cool stuff about Age of Sigma wasn't any of the the fantasy stuff. So you've got things like the, you carried on overlords. They're class. You want steampunk pirate dwarves on skyships? That's amazing. You want you want shark elves? <laughs> That's I'm, a genius idea. I'm trying to think of the. There's a film I can't remember what it is, but it's like um, if two families hate each other and and the the children are trying to like reconcile, but it's like the the parents, the the older generation, will never reconcile because there's there's just so much bad blood between <laughs> them. That's me and Age of Sigma. Like, <laughs> I can't get past that. No, no. It. It replaced my favorite thing yeah. and my favorite version of the rules. And I, yeah, I'm I'm fully willing to accept that it might have good rules and people yeah. enjoy playing it. But and you know, and you know what, Mark, you're you are totally fine to have that opinion. If that's <laughs> that's entirely fine. And again, you, I know I know you're not the only one. Um, I remember I remember when they first brought out Age of Sigma, Sigma, and I was the same. I was like, oh, okay. So you've got. Fantasy Space Marines now. Ugh. All right then. But I think more people have quite come around to it, and fair enough. Um, like you're saying, it's your hobby. Yeah. Do collect whatever you want. It's just it's. And it's again, going back, going like the other thing about Age of Sigmar is like the the they may have ended it, but they had to start anew. They had to start. They had to get the groundwork down. They had to get everything there. So what you're seeing now is the interesting stuff that's happening. So like like I say, Soul Wars. With Nagash and all of what he did, like leveling the playing field again. Yeah, it's, was... sort of, it's starting to get its own. Yeah, uh, instead of on what was before, it's starting to get its own fighter oh, zone. Yeah, now. exactly. I, I understand why it had to go and why it failed yeah. um, in the end. Well, but at the same time, I, I agree with you. I liked the complicit complicity of uh, the complicity the complexity of um of fantasy writing writing fantasy army lists was soothing it was it was you know a medita meditation practice yeah, I, like, I enjoy this it. is really nice lords yes this is my lord he's got this this and this he's got and just he's, writing out army list yeah. was a lot of fun he's his mag uh 
points allowance <laughs> and see how much I can fit in and stuff. Hit one, full command, because like bollocks, am I t- writing out everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Musician? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just, I've said this before, everything that I loved about fantasy was the reason it had to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I well. like complex rules. I like big armies. Um, Although, I like going back onto that, I am interested to see what they do with the old world. Uh, yes. I mean, they had they had the latest sneak to go. Don't forget, we've still got the old world coming, and you'll find <laughs> out more. It's been a year since they announced it, and you've got mm. you know, you've seen the kids left off. Which I was saying on the when I was saying to Vince, um, I think it's going to be the age of the three emperors. Three emperors. Yeah, Four. three emperors. Fun, it just seems to fit. I don't know why I'm getting this feeling. No, from, well, I think all the stuff they have teased, um, going back to like the map that they did, you see the Empire in at least three, four different segments yeah. with those different shields that you've got there, and that would tend to suggest. And that those are the areas where they were as well. Yeah, so it, it's a... Middenland, Reichland, and who was the other one? Uh, oh, they, who is it in the north? Because the... Um, it was mid Middenhand, Middenhand. Because yeah. there's, there's, there's the relatives, the descendants of the ones who think they've got like a, a right to to rule. Yeah. There's the uh, the college, the sorry, the Church of Sigmar is effectively puppet emperor. That's and then right. There's, yeah. there's the one in the south. Yeah. Later on, I can't remember it. In, I was reading about it before, but I can't remember it specifically. Oh. But yeah, they've all got these different That's legends right. claims to the throne. Um, and uh, it just for, for somewhere to set, if you didn't want to make a massive new range of things, you just wanted to yeah. test it to see how it goes. Yeah, but again, good place to start. I'm sure at like the same time, you've got like that was the, the invasion of the vampire count as well with Vlad, wasn't and, it? Uh, the, the three was emperors last it lasts for about 500 years, yeah. And I'm sure, so like, like you could put the, the empire's dropped to bits at this point, yeah. it's just getting invaded and wrecked. And, Nobody's taken its um, the the needs yeah. of the nation yeah. as a whole into account. The the empires the the position of emperor is just like worthless. Yeah, um, exactly. So, but then if you wanted to do, you know, like with thirty um, k, you know how it's going to end. Yeah, um, yeah. And you're working towards that. So well, I, have, I have towards... a, I have a sneaking sorry, suspicion. Yeah. Sorry, I have a sneaking suspicion that they'll release the old world when they decide to end thirty k. Because you're yeah, looking three or four years down the line, you've already got Siege of the Emperor's Palace from the novels. You've got the four drilled books. You've got three or four of them left before they before they do Emperor's Palace as well, and then the aftermath and everything else. So I, I have a feeling it'll be about that time where they finish off 30k. They'll keep doing 30k in the background, but this is for something. For, this is for them to focus on and go. Yeah, this is now switch, what we're doing. Switch to something new. Yeah, but like when. That there's a there's a set timeline, isn't it? Um, where the age of the three emperors comes to an end with Magnus the Pious. Yes. So you've got something. You know how it's going to end. So if it's we've got a time limit, it and say we'll see how it goes. And if it works, well, now you've got you can tower, have a new fantasy game yeah. set in the age of Magnus the Pious. So yeah. the elves are still going to be interacting with him because they start the College of Magic. The dwarves yeah. uh, come in. You can yeah. if you if it's a success, you can say right, we can start a new fantasy style game. With, yeah. with the, at this point. Well, again, the whole point is that Magnus Magnus Defias reunited the Empire after defeating Chaos. So, yes, you, you so put Chaos in there as well. Which, yeah. of course, of course, they're going to put Chaos in there. It's one of their big yeah. sellers. Yeah, so, 
But the question is, the question is, square bases or round bases, Mark? Square. Hundred <laughs> percent square. Yeah. So don't know how they'll do it, but square. Chaos Warriors. Chaos Warriors. If you look at the new Chaos Warriors that they've done, are they going to keep them the same, or will they do more Chaos Warriors? Uh, well, or will they do? Do they do they take the hit and annoy people by mm. saying, "Right, you're going to have to rebase anything"? Well, this is or, this is the question, isn't it? Or do they do, yeah. do they release a movement tray with round slots in it? That would be a, a, an acceptable compromise. Or do they, as they were doing before they ended the fantasy line like in the transition phase, they used to put both sets, both base types in the box with fantasy True. things. So they could do that. Um, Technically, they still do. All the steam tanks I've bought still come with their square bases. Oh, there you go. Um, so, yeah, they, they've got options. It, they're going to annoy someone, whatever they decide. Oh. That's that's just what happens, unfortunately. You know, that's what's going to happen no matter what they do. Yeah. This isn't the right flavor of old world I was after. <laughs> I, I'm optimistic. I, I, I'll give it a chance. I think. Same. Yeah. same. I'm, I'm excited. Um, to be fair, if I can do a midland army with like tutagen plastic tutagen guard, Mark, imagine that. That would well, be great. All an option. Yeah. Um, I, I would say null artillery train, but mm, nobody likes that, do they? <laughs> well, uh, you become that guy, don't you? Yeah. Oh, in this fact, is my, it, my gun line list again. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> What's the uh, poor one called? They've only got hunt, uh, archers and huntsmen. What's that province oh, called? Is that Ostermark? No. Is it? I don't know. Oh, it's it's green and yellow, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they were like cheese and onion one of the Empire. <laughs> cheese and onion Empire. Maybe them. They're a bit like wrecked, aren't they? Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Yep. Sterling Stirl- mud. Appropriately yep. enough. There you go. But yeah, just <laughs> that's my personal venting session on Age of Sigma. I don't begrudge anyone liking it, but I am that this is a like a, a blood oath of dislike <laughs> for Age of Sigma. Absolutely you not. Know and again, it's your hobby, it's not mine. Yeah. My hobby is something different. I enjoy again, I enjoy building and painting. I, I enjoy the building and painting aspect of it, and then I get to play toy soldiers with it afterwards. I'm like, oh, this is great. See, I, I like the gaming, photographing. Yeah. It's probably the better way to be, really. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you just spend more money on it. <laughs> well, uh, again, don't take any of what we've said personally, please. No, no don't. Please don't. <laughs> I know it was a, a risky topic choice, but uh, no, I've, I've enjoyed <laughs> venting about the things that yeah. we decided. I'm glad we sort of agree on a lot of things there. It was, it was yes. good. There was you quite know. a lot of overlap between us. Um, Confirmation bias. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, we'll try to get this more views than Vince to get his. Oh, that would be amazing. Head, get his I head mean, back in the box. What What has been your favourite um, interview so far? Uh, definitely Vince's, only because I know Vince more than the other lad. To be fair, so so that's yeah, uh, I suppose that's a, as good a reason as any. Uh, would you say this podcast is as good or better than the Warhammer Community podcasts? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, what is your number five? I was like, podcasts. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair because I put um, naturally talented painters on my. Um, <laughs> also mentions uh well thank you very much ian it's uh, it's been a pleasure have a look in the description box below to have a look at what ian paints because it's a lot better than anything i've ever done 
ultimately I'm a very lazy painter at heart. So sticking to, you know, your standards, dry brushing, layering, washes, that usual stuff. What is it Jervis Johnson always says? Um, two thin coats, and that's his catch. Is that Jervis Johnson, is it? Oh. <laughs> Something like that. Who knows? Do you have a, do you have a painting catchphrase or not? Um, lash it on. <laughs> like, yeah, I think lash it on. Because obviously when, when we used to work in the shop, we had to get armies painted very quickly. I remember painting 3,000 points of dwarves in two weeks once. That was, that was a mm. task. It was, it was literally dry brush to hell and then beards painted, but you know. That's how Gavin does it, and he does it. It looks fine, and it's... Um, exactly, exactly. No bother at all. Making it hard for ourselves. Anyway, thank you very much, Ian. Um, oh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Let's right, see everyone next time. So, da -da. Like and subscribe on OnlyFans. Remember to do that. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Later, bye.